I'm going back for this disgusting beer because I opened it. I have to drink it now. You 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 made your bed, no lie down in it. I'm just Ugh. entertaining myself with information. Information. It's so bad. What it's it doesn't taste like an IPA and it doesn't taste like orange anything. It's just a fucking crappy that's from California. That explains it all. <laughs> called hentai and it's art what's up everybody this is the cult of crusade podcast definitely don't do that it probably sounds like <laughs> shit you're making me feel like shit oh, you're stupid power rangers so this is the cult of crusade podcast we're back at it baby your boy ej olsen with my boy nicholas derheim we're here we're doing things. He won't look at me in the eyes because I'm just mortifying the shit out of him right now. <laughs> I'm triggered, dude. Oh well, we're back. We're we're doing it. It's February first, second. It's definitely the second. Groundhog Damn. Day, dude. We haven't recorded together in almost two months. Yeah, I mean, now we know Punk's tiny Phil saw his shadow. We got six more weeks of winter. That's that's science. Folks. Is that today? Yeah, Groundhog Day. Damn, it's, it's every February. That means we're gonna get some snow this year. Maybe finally. Maybe that'd be great. I would love that. <sighs> I love a good snow. Uh, so when it snows, do you get? I know I've asked this a million times, but do you get paid leave? Like they just they're like just like go home, and we'll pay you to not be here, or does that come out of your PTO? Uh, it depends. Okay. If the company is actually closed, then I am paid not to be there. Nice. But if it's like an elected thing where yeah, you can come in and you'll be doing grunt work like sweeping floors, then I have to actually take PTO. Okay. I'm still, it's still paid time off. Yeah. It's just, I can't take unpaid time off. It has to be like a, a special occasion. Well, it's nice that you just get some like random, a few vacation days a year that weren't planned because of inclement weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. We've had a fucking terrible ice in Oregon the last couple of years. We had a few days last year. Last year was terrible. This year, I mean, like last couple like days. November. Oh, really? Uh, I think, I mean, last year in like, Legitness last winter. Legitness. In legitness. Because <laughs> there was that there was that ice storm and then it snowed and then it froze over on top of it and that, that was, was awful. Egregious. It ruined the roads. It took them until this year, this winter, to actually start working on them again. And it yeah. was awful. But yeah, this year hasn't been like too bad. There was a light snowing. It was nice. We uh, I was in town for that. We went and saw a movie. We almost got stuck at the movie theater. That's what it was. Yeah, it was fucking Star Wars. Star Wars. That was good. Uh, so anyway, that's why we haven't recorded it is because it, it, we got snowed in for two months. Not to mention my internet's been really treating me poorly in my room. Yeah, we got, we got to, while I'm back this week, we're going to potentially crawl up in that not crawl space that you call an attic. It's literally an attic. A crawl space you go under the house for. It's a thing. It's an established term that you're twisting in your own weird dialect. I, I, I promise you, if I have to crawl up there. I can't help it that you're like 6'3". <laughs> You weirdly tall. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's me. Well, anyway, so a lot has happened in the last couple of months, I feel like. Not really. I mean, winter months aren't super dense with news or releases. We've had a surprisingly active December, January for game releases, though. There have been a lot of noteworthy titles. Eh, I mean, end of January, beginning of December. Like, we had two releases this past week, and then... Oh, I think it came in December. We'll talk about later. We'll talk about the games we've been playing. Nintendo's been doing a lot of stuff. I mean, a little bit. They had one big release. In you want to talk about a couple of things they've been talking about, kicking around, or not talking about? 
lots well, of first we have to settle the score and we gotta verify our scores from last year <laughs> last year our game awards months upon months ago predictions i mentioned this on the last podcast i was talking to my buddy milo uh, i gotta i gotta somehow try and find my spreadsheet here again you know, it was like a it was a document i remember you, sh- you shared that document with me i um, remember there being a clear winner <laughs> You, I think you beat me by like one, literally one, and that's because you took a fucking flyer on like Chinese game or, or student game or something. And that I'm you were sure like, which one sounds coolest? I'm sure you did the same on like some other bullshit random thing. I got none of my flyers right, zero of them. Well, when you're lucky, you're lucky. I guess so. None of my educated guesses were. Did Horizon win anything? Because that shit no. was ridiculous. Horizon got nothing. and I was not suspecting Zelda to just completely sweep like it did. I expected there to be some people who were like, you know what, we get, we're giving it all like to Zelda for action, adventure, and best of. But not like best directed or whatever. Else it won. Like, it, there was a lot of that they won that I was like, I don't know about that. Zelda won three, Cuphead won three, and Hellblade won three, if I'm correct. Oh, I can't get, I can't get through this list like that. It's a total mess, but... Uh, yeah, there are several several repeat winners, which I just figured the way I thought about it was people aren't going to want to vote for the same thing. They're like the people voting played a lot of these games, so they're going to want to dole out the love. Like I love Mario and I love Zelda, so am I going to give you know Game of the Year? And that was best. one I got right. Family game for Mario. Define family game. What what a nebulous. I'll define it right now. It's Mario. Okay. All right. <laughs> Trending gamer. Doctor disrespect. You were even like trending wife cheater. Oh, dude. Okay. Can we, can we talk about that for a second? He's back uh, streaming again now too What's with it? his wife. Oh my god. She's like playing into the character, like because the character Doctor Disrespect is basically how you imagine a wrestler is, where he's just really big, kind of a shitty dude. And now his wife is in on the character too, and is like giving him shit like on streams. I don't know if it's like in context of him being like a. Uh, a dude who cheats on his wife, but what a, so, weird, what a weird thing. Why, why poison that well by coming out and saying, Hey, I cheated on my wife. I don't know. I'm going to cry on stream for a little bit and totally remove any chance that you come back and everyone thinking, Oh, that's fine. You could have just been like, Hey, I got to take personal time to like deal with some shit. Yeah. And no one would have said a thing, but you had to literally break down exactly what he did and make everyone feel weird about him for the rest of his life. It was really uncomfortable. I don't even watch Dr. Disrespect. And I watched that stream and I was not physically a, uncomfortable. Not a week after the Game Awards, too, where yeah. everyone's like sucking his dick. Quite literally. Here's the thing. <laughs> My immediate thought was, is this planned? Is this just a... I'm like, no, why would he become running high off of the exposure from Game Awards? And then be like, I need to do something shocking to keep people engaged. But the fact that his wife is now in on the character. That's only what I've heard, too. I haven't, like, watched any of his stuff. I was just like, okay. I heard that she was in on the stream. And it was, like, kind of weird because, obviously, he had just confessed this thing a month yeah, ago. Yeah, right? It's really bizarre. He ended up being, like, he had a deal with some game where he was going to be a streamer for it. Not, like, uh, streaming it to get exposure, but to be, like, part of the game, like, doing, like, a, a tournament, basically. Right, and he parted ways with that, and they he ruined a, a deals over this announcement. So it's just really bizarre. Like this is clearly his living, and he has like a wife and like a child. Yeah, and it's like mm. I think it, probably a young child. He probably yeah. his. I mean, he cheated on his wife, 
Who knows how that went down or what went down? Yeah, I mean, he obviously, care. like, that's no. like, his shit. Right. It does not, has no bearing on him as But he an made it everyone's shit by, by streaming it. By uncomfortably breaking down, and it wasn't just like, I'm crying. Dude, YouTube, it's like YouTube it, confessions, like, I'm sorry, YouTube. It's like, it's, it just. Who the I, fuck are you talking to? I guess it's so weird. My followers. Fuck my, you. My followers, I, I owe it to them. Like, yeah, you do, but like, you don't owe it to us to talk about this. I don't care. Here's the situation there's a million other streamers. His wife. Made him do it. Obviously. His wife looked at him in the eyes and said, how dare you? You go tell every one of your two million followers or what the fuck ever exactly so, what you did. It's so dumb, though. It's like it's like if you cheat on your wife and then your wife made it put, put you in at your LinkedIn profile and your resume that you're a wife cheater. <laughs> like, what bearing does that have on your professional career, A? And B, quit being a bitch. Quit being a wife cheater. My too. dude. Yeah, like you're not only being a big puss about this, but you're a you're a piece of shit. But like, if you're gonna be a piece of shit, like just hide it. All in, just don't dude. Talk. All in on it. How? Oh my god. How fucking crazy would it be if he came back like a month later? Is like, yeah, I ditched that bitch. I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> just really embrace it. Doctor disrespect is back. <laughs> uh, I just I'm like you know what. On the other hand, good for her. She's like, you know, the dog shits on the fucking floor a few times. Rub you know, his face. Rub your fucking... Rub, rub, yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. So, it's good weird. for her. It's, it's separating the person who I don't give a shit about from the entertainer who I also don't give a shit about. But, like, as People a person, do. I'm like, good. You, like, fuck somebody else. You should probably be shamed for fucking somebody else, but you, you married someone with a child. It's weird when you make it into, like, a public shaming and then... You can't you can't burn that back. You got to do what you got to do. You know, it's like those people that get accused of being like a rapist, but you can't take that back. You know, right. like it, it becomes more of a that's that's treacherous ground right there. The I mean, difference between someone being accurately or falsely accused of something versus someone owning up to something themselves. Yeah, it's a little bit different. But yeah. he, clearly, he his arm is twisted. Yeah, and now it's just going to affect his his persona for. Time immemorial. The internet does not fucking forget. If he fucks up anything else, everyone's going to be like, oh yeah, we would have expected that from the fucking serial wife cheater who diddles kids. And they'll, he gets, oh, yeah, he gets extrapolated. Progressively crazier. Yeah, because he's a, you know, he's a Nazi. You know, like, who knows what's going to happen? Right. Like, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, what a fucking weird ludicrous. thing. But here's the thing. You, the internet doesn't forget, but the internet quits caring pretty quickly. In six months, it's both. nobody it's will the talk same about thing. this. <laughs> right. No one's going to give a shit. And if something does happen, you're right. They'll bring it back up. And, oh, of course, you know, Dr. Disrespect, fucking 19-year-olds at video game conventions. What a loser. But realistically, it probably didn't have much of an effect on his career. He's still probably rolling in the cash. Fuck that guy. This is this weird shit, man. Anyway, Game Awards, Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> that was really... His interview was really awkward. One thing that I do want to say about the Game Awards, even though it's It was interesting that, I mean... That he, he went and like did the interview like in his character because that's what people expected. I thought that was but he, that made sense. He wasn't he didn't nail his character. He could tell how shaky he was by by being here, being in front I of mean, the crowd. I mean that makes that makes a lot of sense. Sure. That's it, why it I takes wish a he, lot of gumption and cojones to be in a crowd that big and not be like faltered a little bit. That's Especially why when I, he's literally so used to just being on camera. And yeah, sure he's got thousands and thousands of people that he interacts with on Twitch whatever daily but it's different a, a group of people like right. actually being surrounded by lights and like a whole production right that's why he should have not been in character because it, it just struck me as like if i am seeing this guy for I mean, the first probably time easier in character than 
but it wasn't. It, it was you did not. See, he did not sell himself. Okay. I saw it. and I was like, "This is really. This is one of the few cringy parts of the night." Uh, it, the only two moments that stood out to me were the EA guy, who was funny for a minute, but then got just uh, fuck the Oscars, fuck that guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he was he was pretty funny. It was cringy, dude. No, that's um, him. I mean, that's how he was at uh, E three. I, like, I didn't see anything from E three. He's but. just this. Is what? Like, is he Dutch? Is he French? I don't know. He's some sort of Europe. And he's just this very eccentric filmmaker that decided to get into video games and like that that shows, you know. He's just a, an eccentric European. He, he's a failed filmmaker and now he's making cutscenes for video games. He, he is he the one who did the two brother game, the brothers, the what's yeah, that the brothers, the two brothers. The two brothers, the <laughs> Tale of two brothers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's brothers Tale of Two Sons, which I played a demo of. I was like, whatever. That, yeah, uh, that was an XBLA game. But the game uh, is is a way out. A way out, right? It looked really interesting when I first saw the trailer. After seeing a full expanded trailer with like narrative stuff, I'm like, this strikes me as something that someone excruciatingly foreign comes in and says, "We're going to make American game," and like they took all these crappy tropes and and put them into this generic. I died watching some of the, the dialogue in that trailer. It's been so long now. I wish I I could just pop out a quote out of my ass, but like I was the, like, the witch trailer for the uh, a way out. Okay, I was just I was like this. I was excited about this. The premise and the the gimmick of you know it's it's mandatory. I, know, I was never excited. I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I would still be interested in checking it out because something cool that they've come out and said is that you buy it once and then if I bought it, then we could both play it even if you weren't in the same room. Really? Yeah. Like if I bought it on PC, you could just log in on PC. We could. Share play like DS style. That is cool. So I mean that that sows goodwill in and of itself. Right. I'm kind of intrigued by that. Did you speaking of that a way out guy? Did you pay attention to the, any of the games that were shown trailers at Game Awards? I did. I had a whole list, but that was so fucking long ago. There's a couple that were pretty cool. <laughs> I don't remember shit, man. Yeah, I don't really remember what was actually shown. I remember one was a game was a vanishing of Ethan Carter guys. They're doing like a first person shooter. It was kind of cool. It looked like a mixture of like Doom, but with some fantasy elements called Witchfire. It's okay. a cool name too, Witchfire. Witchfire. Fire with a Y. Hell Oh, that's yeah. how you know it's legit. That's some fucking lit emoji Witchfire, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I remember the trailer, and, and we're terrible at our jobs here, guys. But and the Death Stranding eight-minute trailer. <laughs> can I be honest with you? 30 seconds into that trailer, I got up, got in the shower, turned it up, but got in the shower and just listened to it. And I was like, I don't care what i'm missing right now it's you know it's eight it's been eight minutes i've been in the fucking shower and it's like it, it got out of the shower I'm like it's still going like what what in the world could they possibly shown from a game that's been in development for three months i mean it's, it's interesting i i wonder what the scope of the game is going to be because that hasn't really been touched upon we're used to kojima being working on metal gear solid games which are fairly big the triple a they're right konami you know they made they made money on those games they were tentpole releases but who knows how much money this game is being given, how long the development cycle is going to be. Yeah. People are expecting like, oh, it's going to be an open world third person action game that we're used to from first party Sony. But like, who knows? This might not be Horizon Zero Dawn. It might be Brothers Tale of Two Sons. I know? doubt it. I doubt That's the thing is... It could be. Kojima only makes music videos for these fucking trailers. So there's no there's no reason for us to have any idea of what the gameplay is going to be. Yeah. It's all mood pieces, which is like really cool. I like the idea of this, I don't know, it's like post-apocalyptic with like Aliens that are aliens, but like future evolution of man is carrying a baby that's a battery, and there's these crazy interdimensional beings and shit. I mean, that's kind of cool. I'm into that sci-fi stuff. I don't know, man. You like sci-fi? Kojima 
is pulling a George Lucas. He has no fucking clue where this is going. He's just putting things that he thinks are cool in into being, and he's like, "We'll see." I just think we'll fucking see. I think you're just projecting a lot. Maybe I just I have no. I want to judge the product, but from just from the trailer, I thought it was a cool trailer. I'm not going to judge the product on by the trailer. It's also weird that that every major gaming event now we have a Death Stranding hype moment. I know it's the game is five years out. There was once at E3, and then it was twice at Game Awards because Kojima loves Jeff Keighley. But they're BFFs. If I made, if I had a gaming award show, and you were working on a game, you would probably want to show that game at my game award show. It's just weird. You and me were tight. We're sure, homies. but it's just weird. It's the same with The Last of Us. Although the more I see from Last of Us, the more I'm convinced that it it could possibly drop next year. But I was like thinking 2019. Yeah, but yeah, that's 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 that makes sense. They've probably been working on it since Uncharted Four came out. Yeah, probably actually no, probably before that. Really, Naughty Dog has two teams. I would be shocked. We'll have they, a small team working on like pre-production stuff, and then switch the big team over and let the small team work on Lost Legacy. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I know it's not a small studio. There's over 100 people working there. When they announced the game, I was I was like, yeah, this game will be out in 2020 or later. You know, how long did it take to develop the first one? Of course, different time. And, and I think five years was the first one. It was 2012. You think that those games at, at a certain point, I mean, they're they're very linear. They're kind of cookie cutter at this point. Naughty Dog should be able to pump those out and. Two years, right? Those games are asset heavy. Like they're doing a lot of mocap, a lot of. I'm sure oh, they got yeah. slowed down a bit by that uh, that strike too, because all their voice actors are part of that that union. So let me ask though, the SAG when you're doing after when you're doing mocap, that's performance capture. That's part of the is union that stuff, fall yeah. into the mm-hmm. okay. I wonder, or if that was a part of a different union because they're actually acting on camera. Well, no those those are Screen Actor Guild uh, actors. Like Nolan North and Troy Baker and all those people, like those, they're using the same people, right? But the, the union was specifically for voice actors. It wasn't no, wasn't it? anybody that's part of SAG AFTRA, which is the Screen Actors Guild Association, whatever the rest. Oh, of it really? Is. Yeah, it's just well, what the fuck do I know? It's just the the big union. It's what the it's what Hollywood all those dudes and ladies are in. All them dudes and ladies. Don't forget the ladies, Nick. I could never forget the ladies. Plenty of ladies in Hollywood. So anyway, yeah, Game Awards, the cringy moments were cringy, but I thought this year was the first year that it really felt like the product they promised was delivered. I think last year was, it's kind of just been moving forward to, right. to this point. Yeah, last year was cool. I had some good moments, but this year was to... almost consistently hype moment after hype moment. They had some good trailers. Mm. I only felt awkward, like I said, during the EA guy. A Dr. Disrespect got up there and that he just threw me out of whack. The other one was the the story about the old uh, Atari programmer oh carol shaw her story was awesome i, I really i love i think i tuned in like right after that after seeing her story i said well, oh that's that's awesome that's great it was a feel-good moment a little little choked up in the back of the throat the music swells right and she gets on stage and she has no fucking clue where she's at what she's doing <laughs> she's got, and she goes she's on got a, dementia uh, yeah she goes on a 12 minute rant about and it, you could tell Everyone in that room was uncomfortable, or that auditorium. It was, and I was just like, mm. so I muted it halfway through. I That's just muted bummer. it, and then I kept checking, and she was still there. And I was like, what is she? What could she possibly be talking about? You know? I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, how old is that lady? She's probably like seventy, right? At least sixties. Do I have to look this up? Because Atari was. Don't look it up. You're gonna. It's gonna sound like shit. You goddamn typing on the so, same. Kit. Yeah. Heads up right now. Use your phone. <laughs> Heads up right now. We're um we're recording on one mic and a janky setup. I'm. If we're in the notice. same room, in the same room for once, right? And it's um, not ideal. So you're yeah, the only thing uh, else I remember from Game Awards because this is 
thrilling, you know, just us trying to remember what happened. Right. Bayonetta 3 being announced. Thought that was kind of cool. That was a cool little moment. Oh, right. I forgot. Reggie was there. Yeah. And the one more thing was Bayonetta 3. I can't remember what the other... It was everything else was like, oh, you know, we're so happy about Mario being a good game and everyone really loves Zelda and that's really great. They did Bayonetta combo pack and then like, but wait... And it was kind of an awkward moment with Reggie. Where he was like, uh, but, but, but Jeff, uh, you know, I didn't come here just to. Uh, but I have to say the thing that everyone wants me to say. One more thing. <laughs> doing finger guns, fucking doing backflips in the uh, audience. Like, light people man. on fire. Fireball, fireball. <laughs> what about Mother 3? <laughs> fucking Reggie. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I've gotten to a, I've gotten to a point where I, I don't even get what people want Mother 3. Go fucking emulate the goddamn it's, it's thing. It's a meme. It's just a meme. It's just, but people, I just, you were right. You, you, you brought me around to your side. I didn't give a, or I, I cared, but I, I couldn't give a fucking fuck. A, a fucking fuck. Like if it comes fuck. out, I'll buy it. I'll, I'll play a little bit of it again. I'll be like, you know, this is, this is a good game. What else are we expecting? I mean, Bro. if we get like a remake, then I'll be fucking pumped. Uh huh. But if I get like just another like, oh, they finally translated it. Like, okay, cool, dude. Mother two, mother three. Remake combo pack. Well, I mean, Game Boy Advance had one and two on one cartridge. They could do one, two, and three. They it, did one on Wii U. They, they finally could, put out they did. Earthbound Beginnings, Mother, Mother One. You know, yeah, the NES game, which is an awful game. I mean, it's it's as good as any NES RPG. Fair enough. I'm not gonna argue. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into it. We we're already fucking half hour into this thing. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with you. About I'm, not, it. I'm not. You can't argue it because it's not wrong. <laughs> You might be right. Zelda RPG. Is the original Zelda an RPG? Every Zelda's an RPG. Whoa! Controversial. I'm sure one of our regular listeners is going to have a bone to pick with you. Whatever. Fuck it. Shouts out! You all can suck my dick. Yeah. All right. So Game Awards, I'm, I'm over it. I want to move on. We got other cool things to talk about. But I won the Game Awards. So you did. Saying. It was 14 to 12. It was 14 no, to 12. It's 15 to 13. I think I updated the numbers. No, you definitely didn't. Maybe I didn't. Is it 15 and 13? It's 15 and 13. Okay, yeah. See, so he listened to the last podcast, added guys. PUBG for multiplayer we both got. Yeah, which was a, a, a given. Yeah, that's a, um, that's a I long. do want to go, some of, the, some of the random ones here that I'm actually shocked. Like mobile and like those ones. Uh, best mobile game was Monument Valley. Yeah. I which I was like, I you took a stab in the dark on that one, but I was like. No, I figured. I heard people talk about that game. Really? Yeah. Like so mainstream yeah. outlets? Yeah. Oh. Uh, best action adventure, like it went to Zelda, which I was just like, they're not going to vote Zelda for game of the year and fucking, you know, every other like category it, it was it was voted for. Yeah, it's except for like the obvious ones, like sound design. Kind of a bummer that music didn't go to uh, something like Nier or Persona. You actually have sixteen, sixteen to thirteen, because you got you, best family game Odyssey, which I had not, I had marked down wrong. Oh my god! Damn, dude. Oh, I also. Am the king. I don't know if I gave myself points for best sports racing game. You put Project Cars and I put Who Cares, which means I, <laughs> I just didn't. <laughs> we both got zero on that one. Yeah. Come on. Uh, what did it end up being? Fucking uh, 2K? Uh, I didn't even put it down because who cares? Pretty sure it was 2K. I was right about Last of Us 2 as most anticipated, though. That's so dumb. That's not going to fucking. <sighs> People are silly, man. They're hyped. It's all about the hype train, man. It's dumb. It's fucking it's it's silly losers. as fuck. I'm looking at our audio right now. We're peaking like a motherfucker. I don't care. We get exponentially louder as we actually start to get into the podcast. Anyway, let's fucking move on from this shit. What the fuck have you been playing? I've been playing a lot of games. I've, since Christmas... You've got fucking ham, dude. Okay, yeah. I've I've played like 200 hours this month. At least. <sighs> like, have have, the have, of have you slept much? Yeah, I mean, that's why... Are we taking days much? off of work? 
Yes, at least one. You no, two two days in January. I oh, you did. Know. You got sick. You 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 had a little bout with the with the, uh, the delays. The, well, no, I had a bout with the shits that I didn't want to go to work and shit my pants. Okay, all right. Which is you know a bizarre thing, but you know I powered believe through. it or not, I went home. I stayed home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I, I bought Xenoblade Chronicles two. Yeah. A couple weeks after it came out, so I don't think I started it till Christmas. I remember I was like early on in the game. Nat was over. He had his puppy over. And I had the puppy sleeping on my lap while I'm playing a JRPG and just sitting in the living room. Dude, that was a that was a heartwarming moment. Just take you back there. I've pumped 130 hours in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Have you beaten it yet? I've avoided beating it. I've gotten to the final boss and I went up to like the room that it's in. It's like, hey, this is the final boss. Are you sure you want to fight the final boss? And you have to like, go through like two dialogue options to be like, yes, yes, I do. I, I totally mean it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna spend some time and try to unlock some some rare blades. <laughs> and, gotta collect them all baby yeah, yeah kinda so I've just been there's a lot of stuff you can do in that game and it, it, it was it was scratching the hell out of a niche that I was having over just like it's cold outside I just want to play something a little bit mind numbing a little just bit like yeah, this is just nice this is just a nice sure. game to play sure so I spent a lot of time playing that and that was it was, it was good it's a good little probably not a game loop. for me huh probably not I don't know it would be interesting to see how it you uh, obtuse in its systems well, it's it's fairly obtuse, but I think it's it doesn't doesn't do a great job explaining how stuff works. But at the same time, I don't know how I would do it better. There's just a lot of cooldowns, mm. and you got combos, but you got combos that combo with other combos, and it's like it's kind of hard to explain. But when you're playing it, it like makes a lot more sense. That's what YouTube's for. Who needs a game manual when you have YouTube? Yeah, I guess. But like, even during the tutorial, I don't know. It's this is the thing. You might like it. You probably wouldn't. It's anime is all hell. I probably... Well, I don't mind anime, but... Big titty girls that are actually your weapons. Waifus. Big old... I'm a Fire Emblem fan. I love I love... I like waifus. I don't know. Maybe I'll let you borrow it. See how I feel. Well, I, I probably have higher priorities as far as games. Yeah, well... I'm, I'm, I've slowed down on purchasing games. You know, I finally got into Horizon... Which I, you know, I picked up on Black Friday. Did I ever tell the story about accidentally... Three, three Horizons. I, I managed to have three copies of that fucking game. I saw your tweets about it, but I don't think you actually told it on a podcast. Um, I think it was post our last recording. <clears throat> I, I think maybe it got mentioned, but yeah, I borrowed the game from a buddy back in April. Because I, I purchased two extra Switches. This is when they're still scarce, right? Mm. And I bought two of them I found at Walmart and I sold them to buddies at retail price. Just fuck scalpers. Yeah. Um, I sold one to our buddy Trev, who's been on the pod, uh, and then I sold one to my buddy Kevin, who in exchange for selling him a Switch at retail price, he let me borrow Horizon. Uh, I had another buddy who came over, played it for a few minutes, you know, a few days rather. Uh, He played it on and off while I worked, and I Mm. just kind of checked it out. Absorbed it. Yeah, yeah, it was like, all right. Like, I remember I watched through the whole first, the tutorial, and then up to the point where I don't don't want to spoil anything. I don't want (laughs) to... You're not a little girl, but you've gone through a good portion of the game as an adult, and it's sort of the first major event in the game. Mm. Spoiler free here, because you need to... I I need you to play this. Like an Act 2 kind of moment. It it was... It really sparked the the narrative at large. Mm. Uh, It was the first major turning point there. So, that happens, um, and that was the last I kind of watched, and it was like... your Google Glass... You get your Google Glass in the, right at the beginning okay. as, a, as a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> your uh, Nintendo Labo. Fucking <laughs> 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 nice. VR for life. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, yeah, yeah, I, I saw. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it, it was cool, but I didn't have time to play it. And, and my buddy Kevin asked me for this fucking game back. I mean, yeah, you had time to play. You just. 
didn't he didn't prioritize. I it. didn't. I had a lot of better things to do. That's totally fair. Um, Kevin asked for it back when I finally saw him. I said, "Oh yeah, I totally forgot because he, you know, he lives two hours away from me." And so I was like, "Oh, when I'm back next, I'll bring it." Well, I, I came back for Thanksgiving, and I fucking forgot the game. So I went out on Black Friday and I bought the game for like fifteen bucks or whatever on Black Friday, and went to. I texted my night and said, "I got a game for you, bud." You know. But I left it in my girlfriend's car, who then went back to where we live, two hours away from where I was at. And I was like, shit. So then the next week I came up, and I forgot both copies of the game. So I went back out, and at full retail price at the time, whatever it was. I ended up buying 30 retail now. Yeah, about a third copy of the game. Anyway, got it back to him. So then I had two copies, returned one. It was all good. It all worked out. But at one point, I'm just sitting on three copies of this game that I've never played. Like, I know you're a collector, but that seems egregious. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, they were variants. One was just oh. the OG, and one was the like got the PAL know, cover. It's got yeah, right. No, it was, you know, best best game. You know, best game of the year. Whatever right, they, game of the year they all the. So anyway, anyway, I finally got to it, and I got addicted to this game, man. Like I played it in like one or two hour sessions, once in the morning, one once at night. And I was like, all right, I'm liking the narrative. I'm liking the character well enough, even though I think her voice actor, eh, Ailey's voice actor was all right. But I really love her as a character. I've heard a lot of people kind of, they, they, they make it sound like she phones it in a little bit. And just from, the, from everything I've seen of it, it just felt like, okay, so we've got your generic quippy main character. She's definitely pretty sardonic. Every character is bitch. Spider-Man, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, but not, not funny at all. Oh, I mean it's it's, it's funny in a so dry Doctor, way. So Doctor Strange, right? No, I mean she's she's just you could tell this character has been through a lot and has the weight of the world resting on her shoulders. Right? Sounds like a protagonist, and she just takes it all in stride and is sort of a sarcastic. Just oh, I'm fed up with this shit. What do you do? You know, I, I so I, I like the characterization, but the voice actor was very. Not just melancholy, but just almost emotionless at times. Like she just, I just don't think was a very good voice actress. Mm. Like you don't phone in a voice actress when you're probably making the money they're paying somebody for a AAA game that costs however much to develop, right? Like the, I don't think it was phoned in. It just was. She was fine, but by the end of the game, she's, you, she's well known for her very eccentric other voices she's done. Like she was a Tiny Tina in the Borderlands series. She was a character in Life is Strange. Huh. So it it must have just been. How she perceived the character and it just came across as just... Yeah, or like director, like how it's directed. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But the character is, she's really great. Aloy is awesome. Everything about the game, we don't have to get too much into it just because you haven't played it. And I, we can say this talk in a few months after you've beaten it, we'll review the game a year late. Mm. But it does open world right. It takes a lot of the sort of obnoxious aspects of open world games and just makes them really simple. The crafting system... It's just like, you craft everything in the game that you mm. need, almost. I mean, you can buy stuff, but I crafted everything. I, ne- I rarely bought anything. It's just, it's really simple. There's no ridiculous tree of items you have to sort manually and put them into a fucking thing. Like, crafting or, or making food in Zelda, it's novel for the first few times. It's fucking ridiculous, obnoxious, redundant, and, and, and not very user-friendly. Going through the menu every time and... Going around, then there should just be a here's a recipe. Press the button and you make the food. Right, yeah, right. Um, and that's how Horizon does it. Where they just they make they boil it down as simple as possible, so you still feel like okay, I have to gather resources and I have to be mindful of how I'm allocating those to make what I need. Mm. 
but it's not difficult and it's not hard to keep track of. And so that was that was nice. But for me, the the thing that kept me going in the in the game when I got sort of burnt out on the the same landscapes and the same enemies was the story. Especially being an open world game, I I wanted to hit all the side quests, um, not all the errands and stuff. But the side quests where you meet all the characters, because I kind of cheated and. and found out that there was a trophy for like getting all the allies in the game mm. and from a story standpoint that geeks me out like we go to the big final battle and you have all the characters you met along the way are there to help you get one cool it's, anime cut scene where they're all like standing in a row and just making cool poses and shit I, I actually wish it was that cool it was it was a lot more underwhelming than that <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh it was a cool moment so what about the avengers moment you know we're being interrupted on the podcast here because apparently my cell phone reroutes my fucking phone calls to my computer. <laughs> oh, wow. I love technology. Oh, but not science. as much as you, you see. <laughs> anyway. That's cool that you, that you finally got, got a chance to, to play it and you really liked it, though. Yeah, and I, I will definitely be borrowing it from you so you can buy two more copies or borrowing it from someone right. else. You know, one of those things. I have a feeling that if you really... Like, I got a lot of games on my plate, though. I know you do. And it's never going to get less. I know you do. Well, that's the problem with playing video games as an adult. Like, Quote-unquote problems. Like, yeah, man, right. my, my hobby just takes up too much of my time. I know, The right? thing it's meant to do is doing the thing it does. <laughs> if only we could all be so lucky, right? Right. No, I think it's a game that you would... There are a lot of things you'll like about it. Each, like, major creature in the game that you have to fight and you kind of have to figure out... What are its weaknesses? How do I tackle this thing? Because I played the game on easy mode. Mm. And it was still... It wasn't hard. Like, I wasn't dying all the time. And I wasn't frustrated, usually. Sometimes I would get frustrated. But it was... Even on easy, you have to be mindful of all your resources. You have to know what enemy you're going up against, what their mm. weaknesses are. Not just, do I use fire arrows or do I use shock traps? Or I wonder what the, the differences are in the different modes. If it's, like, easy mode, everything just has less HP and you don't die as easily. Or if there's different AI... I have to the to the enemies. It's just damage, HP stuff. Yeah. That's the easy. Just make a slider. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that sounds like everything. The aesthetic seems really cool. I do like the idea behind the combat, like tackling these big ass robots and having multiple ways to go about it. I mean, I always like the idea of having multiple ways to go about right. a thing. But you, it seems like you just find the way that works the best, and then you just exploit that. that I've, heard, I've heard plenty of people talk about this game, and they all kind of come to the same conclusion about what the Min max easiest way to play the game is so I feel like that's already kind of ruined for me. Okay, everyone's like, oh, you just hide in a bush and throw a rock, and then you stab him to death, and then you hide in a bush and throw another rock and stab him to death. Like that's just I didn't the, actually do any of that. That's like the easiest way to go about it. I'm a gunner, dude, and and at a certain point in the game, there's this armor you get which makes you totally OP if you manage it properly. So the second half of this game, I mean, I'm I'm always a gunner for better or for worse. Sometimes that'll ruin games for me. Like yeah, you try to play Bloodborne or Dark Souls, right? Yeah, oh, one hundred percent. Bloodborne, I I got like three fourths of the way through that game with some buddies, and I enjoyed it for the most part. But that was always it was never like this game's hard. Like the boss fights were never hard for me. Mm-hmm. It was just navigating the world and trying to avoid being killed by a million things if you were in the wrong area. Like that was what it was annoying for me. Yeah, it's like the antithesis of like kind of how those games are set up, right? But but the boss not that the, it's like the, the wrong is... way to play, but like just the way I've experienced them. Sure, they're, they're pretty solitary, and it's like fun to play a solitary game with other people and just like totally break it. Like that's that's fun. Yeah, I liked it with with partners. It was on my own, not knowing where to go. It's like I don't want to explore. I want to get to the combat. I want to. I love figure out how to fight this person. I like exploring. Yeah, it is well designed, but I, I would be interested to check out Horizon, see how the the combat feels and how the character control feels. Because recently I picked up. Well, not that recently. I guess it was like. 
Was summer sale? I don't know. It was last year I bought Shadow of Mordor for like a dollar oh, on yeah. Steam. I, I like pl- that game I a lot. played that. I tried playing it for like an hour and the combat just felt like shit. Everything was on one button and it was contextual. So it was like I was fighting a dude, then I was climbing a wall. And every time you like turn, there was like a, a rote animation for turning. So moving around felt like shit. I was just, I could not handle it. For someone who's coming from like the Souls combat. It was like everything was like polished to be like a marble. And there's just nothing interesting about it. And the main character was just the least interesting thing I've ever looked at. He just looked like a fucking generic <laughs> yeah. self-insert fanfic motherfucker in a, in a Lord of the Rings world. I mean, it's essentially what it was. I liked it for what it was. And the Nemesis system was cool and, and running into these orcs again. But after a few hours of the game, it got really repetitive. And then it just became about sort of the mundane, like, oh, I want to collect all these things and find all these things and I'll kill some orcs and then the game's over. And, like, I would like that if I liked the combat. Because sure. the combat is your main, like, verb. It's the way you interact with yeah. the world. And I couldn't get into it. That's sort so. of the... that I think that game was, like, the epitome of the Batman combat. Mm. Where it's just... It's strike, dodge. Yeah, I think you might have a heavy and light attack in that game. But it's it's attack and, and dodge. And they're, yeah. like, relegated to the same... Maybe same you have, like, a buttons. meter that you build up that you can do, like, a, a heavy attack eventually. But everything I was doing was mashing X. And I was just like, this is fucking bullshit. I yeah. hate this. I won't hold that against you. No, Horizon's um, a little bit less like that. Um, closer like Witcher combat? Yeah, I think a little bit closer where you've got your heavy, your light, and you've got a ranged. And it sucks you don't have a built-in roll or dodge function. That's something hmm. you have to progress to. Mm-hmm. But once... got to learn how to roll. <laughs> yeah, but I neglected that skill tree until like the last quarter of the game. And when I finally unlocked it, I was like, I wish I would have known about this. <laughs> this changes the way I'm playing this game. The way I do skill trees is I always I spend them all spread out. I try to figure out what I like. The way they do the skill tree is very specific skills that you unlock. And so, like, I, I unlocked by like you unlock things by doing the thing more. Is it like, oh, you get a better light attack if you light attack a lot? No, it, no, you, like you get points. You get points each okay. level, and then different quests will give you points to spend on on your skill trees. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're like the stealth skill tree has a bunch of cool stuff at the bottom, but I didn't want to play stealthy, so I didn't give a shit about anything prior. I mm-hmm. like, I just don't care because I. I wanted better resources so I could just start, try to get better gear and armor and stuff. And then, oh gosh, what's the middle one now? Like attack stuff? It was, I think, yeah, it was, it was all attack stuff. It must have been like ranged stuff. Melee combat ranged. Oh God, see, I'm, I'm, such a, I'm such a bad gamer. Mm. But um, yeah, no, I, I neglected all the stealth stuff because I, I just didn't care. Mm. Like, that's not fun for me is sneaking around and I didn't play Skyrim like that. I didn't play, you know. Seems like that's another game that I always hear everyone's playing stealth archers. Fucking Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's I get why, especially in Skyrim, Stealth Archer is super OP. You can I mean, you're going to be playing that game for 100 hours anyway. You might as well kill everything. Yeah. Take your time. I've changed a little bit as the years have gone on, but I just want to get in there and fucking hack and slash some shit, which is probably why I'm into things like the Dynasty Warriors games. I just want to fucking hack and slash some shit without context. Mm-hmm. That's fun. I feel powerful as fuck. Yeah, it's definitely a power fantasy kind of game. Yeah. I think coming off a game, though, you're playing Monster Hunter right now. You might. I don't know how the combat in that game is, but I feel like Horizon would probably be a step back for you as far as the intricacies of, you know, and, and the complexities of a game like Monster Hunter. It's what you were talking about, the crafting. Immediately, I'm just like, man, I don't know if EJ's going to fucking want to handle this shit. <laughs> Holy shit. The crafting is intense. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot that they've done, probably. I mean, I, I haven't played Monster Hunter before, but, probably. Just, but I, I can look at it and I can see the things that they've changed. Yeah. I can tell like there's there's an auto crafting thing. Oh right. So the gameplay loop though is one that I think might interest you. 
if it was procedurally generated, the gameplay loop would be similar to something like Rogue Legacy. Okay. Where I've heard people kind of compare it to Destiny and the way it does like the online kind of stuff. I'm not sure how that compares because I haven't played Destiny. But it's hard to explain. I'll try to kind of break down how I've been playing the game. Okay. So, you know, you start out, I'm just doing single player stuff. So your first little mission is kind of just introducing you to the world and like some of the controls and stuff. You end up finding your way to your main hub area and they give you uh, a quest. And you go to the met, you go to the quest board and you post a quest. And then right from the get-go, you can have people like join you. But the way the single player quests work, they're kind of weird where they won't let others join you until you've seen a cutscene. Hmm. And like most of the single player quests have a cutscene right before you fight the the, the big monster they're going to be fighting. So it kind of it gates the way you join up players. So it's less MMO. You're not wandering around this world together. No. Ugh. It's closer to like Fantasy Star Online. Never, never. Where played. you just do instances where okay. you have like an objective, you have like rules for it. Like, oh, okay, so this... Then the, the naming convention is kind of uh, frustrating too because you get these investigations and you can post an investigation and say the uh, you have to go kill... A great Jagras. You have to do it in 30 minutes. What's a Jagras? It's a big lizard. A lizard? Everything's like a fucking... T-Rex? It's all... Well, no. It's like on its stomach. So it's more like just like a big lizard. Like a fucking eel? Eels aren't lizards. <laughs> Does it have... You said on its stomach. I, th- I thought of snake. No. I thought eel. No, no, it's just... Eels are disgusting. Crawling around. Kind of looks like a Dodongo from The Legend of Zelda. Dodongo. Dodongo. The big Dodongo. Great Dodongo. I say Dodongo and I think of the Game Chasers. Say you have to anyway. you, you post you post an investigation. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to kill a great jogress in thirty minutes, okay. and you have a maximum amount of two players. So you post you it, it, and then one other person can join you if they choose. And then they'll be like they'll request to join, and then you'll accept it, and then you will go with this other person and go fuck up this great jogress in thirty minutes or less. What that does is there's these like rope levels. They're pretty big. They're like not open world, but like kind of close. Right. And you unlock different campgrounds within that open world area. So when you start out, and you can like fast travel to each of those whenever you want. But when you start out, you're just in this area. You'll walk out. You'll have gathering points where you're like, oh, I'm going to gather some herbs that I can have to make things. Or I'll gather these smoke nuts. <laughs> okay. Because you've got this weird little slingshot in your arm. So you always have access to like an arranged kind of weapon. But it's not really a weapon. It's more like a, a distraction technique or... A this, special ability kind of technique. This doesn't sound complicated at all. No, and then well, you'll find <laughs> you'll find tracks eventually. And is that when um, when uh, Navi comes out and you follow? Yeah. Well, I mean, you always have those because they'll they'll like you'll have these. Uh, what are they called? They're they're glow flies, and they'll kind of point you towards where gathering points are, where enemy tracks are, where enemies are. And there's like small monsters and big monsters, and most of the quests are for go kill a big monster, go capture a big monster, because you can capture them also. Right. And capturing them is harder to do clearly, because yeah. you have to trap them and then tranquilize them, and that's like a whole ordeal. And they have to be so, able to learn enough health. The there's gameplay no, like, loop, there's no health marker. The gameplay loop is is get a contract, kill a big thing, use the big thing to make better gear to kill bigger things. Yeah. Okay. But it's cool though because it it doesn't really lock anything behind like a gate. You have to do story quests to get the next story quest, but like once you do that, you kind of just like, I want to go kill a fucking Rathalos. This one, this the quest top tier. It's a higher tier, yeah. It's a big, big. So you big could go, angry dragon man. You could be just totally fucking green, 
with no armor and go fight anything you want in the game. Yeah, it's just going to be really hard. Yeah. But, like, as you kill more things, you get more upgrade stuff, and then you can craft your armor to make it better. I was watching someone break down some of the changes. This is from, like, a seasoned seasoned Monster Hunter player. He's played all of the games that have Mm -hmm. come stateside. And he's like, this is the most accessible game, Monster Hunter game, for, for new players. They've done a lot of things between displaying damage points on screen so you know like what damage you're doing mm-hmm. what's more effective but i mean it displays your damage points but that doesn't give you a lot of context because you don't know how much hp the thing has no but you there's and a, it doesn't display a gauge there's no like sure bar so but knowing you. you're doing six damage to the underbelly versus 80 damage to the fucking head the, of a creature it's always the noggin you're gonna be knocking that noggin right Regardless, or you're trying to chop a tail off. Everything you fucking chop its tail off. Right. <laughs> but things like the glow flies yeah. that help you, that help lead you to where you need to go, and things mm-hmm. like the crafting, they try to make this easier for new players to get into, knowing that the barrier of entry for this franchise is extremely high. Yeah. I mean, especially playing it the way that Monster Hunter fans play it. Yeah. That's a pretty steep kind of Hardcore. incline. But it's it's like, I don't know, like if you if you take it just at face value, you don't have to really interact with the the crazy intensive crafting systems. If you don't really want to, you kind of just like I chose a weapon, and I haven't really deviated from that weapon. If I wanted to, I could go ham and try to like upgrade ten different weapons. But I mean, I, that's not the playstyle I'm going for. I'm putting right. in like a few hours or a few days. Like if I really want to play all the safe Andrews on, but hey, we'll sure. kill some monsters and then. Just hang out, kill some monsters, and like that's just cool. It's just a cool game to play with someone else. When I first saw it, I was really intrigued by it, and it's gorgeous. It's really it good looks looking. wonderful. I, what, what we got into it one night over, I said, I said, Monster Hunter is just Dark Souls with dinosaurs. Oh my god, yeah, and that's like such a meme. People fucking hate that comparison. There's not really much to compare there. I've heard it's nothing know, like Dark Souls. After I I saw it, and I my first thought was. You fight a Dark big Souls. thing. That's like Dark Souls. Is it like Shadow of the Colossus? Is Dark Souls Shadow of the Colossus? Is oh, Dark Souls on. is it Mario? Like that's <laughs> you're moving around in a world. I mean, it's just like Mario. It's just that there's no comparison there. I don't know enough about either game, but looking at the <laughs> beta gameplay, I just said this were, looks like tropical Dark Souls to me. And then I, I looked it up to be like, okay, confirmation bias. I need some ammunition here because I'm getting dunked on by these motherfuckers for drawing this comparison. And every comparison they use that positively enforces your thought gets dunked on by everybody else too and there's a lot of you're gonna find some polygon articles there's a lot of rhetoric out there bro there's a lot of back and forth about this is basically just fucking a souls game with with dinosaurs there are obviously differences skyrim is just dark souls you're leveling up aren't you i mean if you there's magic and there's swords it's gonna get really reductive like the same dark souls is basically just an open world game but really hard you're just going around Looking for things and then define an open world. (laughs) (laughs) What is what define what is is? (laughs) Okay, we don't need to go down that fucking rabbit hole. But no, like uh, like the weapons. There's 14 weapon types, and they're available from the get go. And as you progress through the game, you unlock. Like that's like the one thing is they they kind of gate your progress in that until you've beaten the game, you don't get the full weapon tree. Right. But you have to have certain monster parts to upgrade to certain weapon trees anyway because it branches out like a motherfucker yeah so you can't really upgrade to those ones anyway so that makes kind of sense the 14 weapons though there's a very wide variety and they're very very different is this like you'll play you can play a gunner you can literally play with a machine gun basically oh literally a gunner <laughs> literally a gunner there's like three different range weapons there's that there's like a bow there's like a crossbow if you can have a machine gun why the fuck would you use a crossbow well i can't remember if it's actually a crossbow but like there's Everything has sure. its pros and cons. Everything has its sure. like extremely specific 
attack types and right. like some of them have meters some of them don't there's combos that certain like it's very 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 different yeah it's like a it's like a fighting game but you're fighting a monster with three <laughs> other people <laughs> i want to try your copy out i was at best buy today with uh with little man buying him a little game or two mm. you know and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna buy myself something uh i ended up picking up dragon ball fighters Mm. which I played the beta for. We can get into that later. But part of me really wants the Monster Hunter experience. And I want to play it with you and Dre and whoever else has it. But now that I'm hearing more about it, I'm like, I need to play it to see. Yeah, it's because that's the thing. I don't I don't know. I feel yeah. like there's a lot there that you would you would really latch on to. But at the same time, I know how easily, well, not easily, but I know how frustrated you can get. Mm-hmm. It seems like intentionally difficult to get into. <clears throat> yeah. But the it's same a Japanese time, game. <laughs> but at the same time, it's only gotten easier, and that's not fair. Mario's fucking not hard to get into. That's Japanese as hell. Okay. But anyway. All right. All right. <laughs> it's being very racist of you. I wish you Is wouldn't. It? Oh, wow. Uh, okay. All right. But it's like, clearly it's gotten less and less obtuse. Yeah. Like, for instance, in this game, your weapon loses its sharpness. Right. So eventually, it'll tell you when it's not sharp. And eventually, you're going to have to, like, run and hide from the monster. Or if it runs and hides, you spend your time, you know, sharpening a weapon. So you have a whetstone that you use. And you have to sheath your sword to, to go and then sharpen it. But in previous titles, that was a usable thing. You had to go find stones to sharpen your, your weapon with. Okay. But now you've got an infinite use one. Yeah. So that, that's little like a thing, things. you know? Little things like that. Yeah. But that, that's not a little thing. That's a, that's a kind of a big thing. Yeah. You're just like, well, my, my weapon's dull. But I don't have a stone to sharpen it. I played, How fucking pissed would you be right, no, if I mean, you're in that situation? Well, I played... You're doing no damage. Your shit's going to break. <laughs> Monster Hunter on the on the, the the remake... Or not the remake, but the polished version the of a HD, port of yeah, a... Yeah, the HD yeah, port. on the Wii U. Wii U yeah. And it was like every time you had to heal, you're like whipping it. You have to make a fucking fire and like cook some meat over the... It's like... Well, that's how you regain your stamina. Is you, you was it the stamina? Yeah, it was just like there was a lot of obnoxious stuff. And I played that game for a few hours, fought a few small creatures. I felt like the game had no direction. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I get the loop. Like, okay, I kill things, I get better, I kill bigger things. But I'm like, there's no incentive here. I guess I'm not. It's this not. This one feels a little bit more directed. I mean, it definitely is pretty hands off, especially with because, like I said earlier, where you can go on an investigation and it gives you a, a goal. You right. can also just go on a, an expedition where you're just in that area. And things will be happening, and there'll be, like, big monsters around, but you don't have, like, a goal. So you can just do whatever the fuck you want. You can go fishing. You can be like, okay, I need to mine more ore so I can upgrade this uh, this tree and my weapons. So I'm just going to go look for mining spots and just yeah. fucking do that for however long I want to. I think the, the thing that made me want to try this game were the MMO aspects. Mm-hmm. And now hearing that it's less like that... There is, like, an area where you can go to because... Especially with how like the online works, you know how I mentioned where you can post a quest and then people can join you. Yeah, they can join you initially from. There's a 16 person lobby that you join when you start up the game. Okay, and those are the people that you interact with like on that level where right. you post a quest and they can join, or you can shoot an SOS flare, which then makes it available to everyone Everybody. who's playing. Okay, and they can, they have to search for that specifically from their yeah. quest board. How does it work with like? Say you have four players in the same group who mm. all need, like in typical MMOs, each person would have to slay the creature to get credit for that quest. Mm. Is it like that where each person, whoever took on the quest and then three of the people join them, will those other three people complete that same quest if they join somebody else who had the 
Well, the Priority. thing. Okay, so the thing is, you get the same quest rewards. Okay. It divvies out the money between you, based on how many are there and how many deaths are have occurred and that kind of stuff. But the quest rewards themselves, like the physical rewards, are the same split amongst everybody. Okay. And like each person is carving the the dead animal <laughs> afterwards. So like that's dependent on because you get your own like buffs. There's different gear you can get that gives you a better chance of carving yeah. better stuff. You know, like obviously there's just millions and millions of systems, but they all interact on an individual basis. It's not like being divvied out e- evenly or and the thing is with like uh the quests is like when you're doing investigations, when you put them on your investigations board and like sign up for them, there's a limited amount that you can do it. Yeah. So generally you'd be like, okay, so this one is a really hard one. It has really hard like restrictions. I have to do it in like 30 minutes. I, have, I can only die once. Those kind of things. And they'll give you the best rewards, but you yeah. can do them the least amount of times. So you can't just keep grinding it indefinitely. And you unlock investigations. I don't know what the ruling is, like how that works, but like you'll just be killing shit out in the wild. And be like, oh, new investigation unlocked. Then you can go check the job board and be like, oh, I want to do that one. So there's just, there's just a lot to do. Yeah. You're never going to be wanting to do something. Yeah. As long as, as long as you feel like that loop is satisfying and like killing the monster and getting your strategies down and having that noticeable growth in your weapon tree or like oh, right. my, my armor's really fucking pimping, then uh, that's a really satisfying loop. And it's not, it doesn't take too long. Like if you fuck up and die or if you just can't do enough DPS to take a monster out, then yeah, you'll be spending 50 minutes and butting your head against the wall. It's not going to feel very good. Yeah. But generally my experience has been, especially in the single player is I'll knock shit out in like 20 or 30 minutes. I'll definitely have to give it a try while I'm back this week and see. And if yeah, it's something over. that the the uh, online's implemented in a way that we can actually get some enjoyment out of it together, mm. Concert Crusade style, I'm down. Dude, I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart, speaking of multiplayer. Kart experiences. I've had a, a real renaissance with that game. And it's come back around and bit me in a big, bad way. Seems like that's a yearly thing for you is having a Mario Kart renaissance. Apparently. You're going really hard on it when it first came out last year, too. Well, that was all single player. I was racing every night. I know, in, but that's still, like, that's still like sure. you being really into it. No, uh, I've been doing a lot of battle mode. Every night now, my, my little brother, who's, I don't know, 23, a couple of his knucklehead friends all have bought, got switches for Christmas and stuff. So every night, about midnight, I get a call. Yo, you trying to? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and so we'll, uh, we hop on. We do a couple of races to warm up just to feel good. Which is mostly just a lot of swearing. We got a dog barking now. No one's at the door, right? It's the fucking neighbor. <laughs> it's probably the fucking... Get the bat! Yeah, right. It's only 1030. It's a fucking Domino's delivery guy. Oh, now I want Domino's. Oh, no. We've got, we got mad leftovers. Thai food. They don't have leftovers. We ordered two extra entrees at the Thai restaurant so that we would have dinner tonight. Perfect. Yeah. Um... No, so we warm up with a little battle, battle mode. Fucking, who fucking threw that blue shell? Fuck you, you know. Typical Mario Kart. Blue shells in battle mode? That'd be OP. No, 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 no. And, and we just race to begin with. Oh, okay. Just warm up. Just warm up. And then we jump into balloon battle. A couple balloon battles. And that. And the way the ba- uh, battles work in Mario Kart 8 on the Switch now, this isn't, the battle mode was crap in the Wii U. I won't even talk about that. We'll talk that about was, that. That was not a battle mode. No, yeah, it was, that was garbage. We'll talk about that on the... Uh, we're going to do a... We, finally, now that... The fucking Switch has officially outsold the Wii U. The Wii U is fucking cold. We are, body is cold. Yep, we're going to do a, an official Wii eulogy this week with our buddy Trevor. So anyway, the battle mode, in some ways, this is better, I think, than it used to be. It used to be just stock. Three or five balloons. I can't remember how much. Five balloons, right? 
It depends. And older ones was three. I think they changed it to five. If you're playing with four people and you lose all your balloons, you're stuck watching the, the rest of the people finish. Mm. Which was different in different games. Like in 64, you could be a bomb and then you could blow someone up. Right, right. From the so grave. They, they've iterated that that uh, system. Mm. But in this game, you start with five balloons mm. and you get points for each person you hit. Instead of being just a stock battle like Smash Bros. You get points for each person that you, you rob of a balloon. And if you drop to zero balloons, half your points get taken away, and you resurrect with three balloons. So if you have a five-minute match, you're always playing. So then it becomes more about managing, like, okay, I've got two balloons, so let me now change the way I'm playing. I have to go hide in a corner and try to snipe people instead of running around the circle. Because, you know, if I, if I say you have 11 points. You right? don't want to get knocked down to five. You, you don't, you, yeah. And it rounds down, which sucks. Which really fucking bites, <laughs> like... Uh, so it totally adds another element into the game of, of trying to, like, sometimes you'll have, like I said, 13, 15, 19 points, and then you just have a bad minute, a bad 60 seconds, and next thing you know, you're down to fucking four points or whatever. So it, so it's interesting in that way. Part of me just wants to be like, I want it to be stock battle, mm. and just sort of... I wonder if there's, like, uh, an option for that, if you can... I don't, I don't too much. think there is. Have you tried any of the other uh, battle types? I know they added the, yes. the two other ones. The bob on Blast is badass. That's okay. my game. Three other ones, okay. So the bob on Blast Everyone just gets bombs? You just get bombs. Um, it's cool. If you throw them forward, they explode immediately upon impact. If you throw them behind you, random timer. So it's like, you really don't know what's going on. You're a lot of ducking and dodging. Is it a random timer or is there like a mechanic that you just don't know? <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. I think Perfect. Random timer. <laughs> it, to me, it, it seems like random. Like sometimes you'll throw a bomb back; it'll explode in three seconds. Sometimes you'll throw a bomb back, and then like fifteen seconds later, you're on the other side of the map, and then it's like, oh, you got so and so, and I'm like, what? I just didn't know if How? you like drag it behind you and let it cook or something. Oh, I wonder if you if you if you drag it, it takes longer to explode. Maybe I have to look it up. Now you gotta look it up. Now you're gonna have mad skills. Yeah, you just right? gonna Fuck up Cody and Andrew. I, I already am like. That's my game. Like, they whoop my ass in battle mode because they, they're cocksuckers. They usually uh, do the team, team mode. And then they put me on the fucking team with the computers and then they just whoop my ass. It's oh, bullshit. That's, uh, that's payback from you being an older brother for your entire life. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, but now, yeah, but the, the Bob on Blast is awesome. Do you play I, the, 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 shrine, uh, the Shine Steel? I've never done that, no. Or the, on the, what's, the what's the other one they call, like, Roundup? Something? Oh, the, no, sorry, the, the Renegade Roundup. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's a fun game. We play it occasionally. It's like Cops and Robbers. Yeah. We, we, we play that every couple days. We'll play around. Mm-hmm. So if you're the cops, you have a prana plant on your head, and you have to get next to the person to, to grab them. And if you capture an enemy, they get put in a jail, a floating jail cell, and you have to capture everybody. But underneath each floating jail cell, there's a fucking switch. And if you drive over the switch... Switch? Switch. You you free everybody in the jail. So it's trying to capture everybody, but also watch the jails. There are three per level. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to... Who's, That'd probably only really work well with like a lot of people playing, right? Yeah. Um, How many people can be, can, uh, be put in a lobby? Like eight? I actually don't know. We've never had more than like four or five. Try to push but the we, on that But we one. always play with the, the hard calm, baby. Hard calm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's been that's been fun. The running around is is fine, but again, it's always lopsided because there's either three or five of us, and it's always just like someone's getting screwed. Yeah, it's probably it's probably random teams for who's cops and who's robbers too. Yeah, so I put a lot of time on Splatoon, but I've been playing a ton of Rocket League again. Of course, I mean that's, like, your, that's your old standby. We need to get all the boys in on some fucking battle mode. Like that's the one thing that 
if you would have asked me years and years ago, if you would have told me about the Switch and the possibility that this console would would open up for us, battle mode with the boys, that's the fucking dream. Growing the up. only the only bummer about that is it's still kind of weird how it works with like the ad hoc play and ideally you'd be able to put as many people on one switch as, as you wanted. Right. You could do like four players split screen on the TV and then like three other people playing on handheld. And those are all, all people that would be able to play together. But you still can't do that. It's still like two really weird about that. Switch. I don't do, think you need to do two. I think you, I think do, you do, one. do online. You do split screen and then do online play. Maybe. With friends. Maybe. Who knows? Because I know There's, Andrew, li- there's Andrew literally does. no way to know. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> we'll we'll never know. Let's, let's put this to rest. Let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, something <laughs> I want to talk about DBZ but I don't really need to I played the beta I bought the game today so I'm going to play it and then we'll end up probably having our buddy Max on who's the fucking fighting game guru he'll come he's on and playing that for the last week yeah right he'll come on and yip yap about it we won't know what the fuck he's talking about but somebody listening will well you'll at least be able to talk to him about like how he feels about the story mode because I've heard sure various things about how how people are taking to that. I, I've heard that the story mode's actually really fun, but except for it all comes with the the promise of unlocks. And so people just kinda get irritated with like they quit enjoying the story and they're focusing more on like I want to unlock these characters. Right. And so it sort of detracts from what would otherwise be a really engaging story mode. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't necessarily Which I mean when when you really boil it down, who fucking cares? This it's a fighting game. Like you're playing it to fight Spend the five bucks. I, and ideally, buy the you're fighting a person that you're you're sitting next to. But if you really have to, you play online. Like, sure, whatever. If it's got good netcode, then fucking who cares? Yeah, my beta was fine. I actually had no lag, and the game's actually connected to. Mm. I had zero lag, but it's nice in this game. You can maybe this is this way with other fighting games. But you can connect to. I hope so. To you can choose what level of connectivity your opponent. Oh yeah, has. that's that's a pretty okay. that's a pretty basic feature yeah. in a lot of fighting. Games. I haven't played a fighting game like seriously since Marvel vs. Capcom two. I rented that game every weekend as a kid, and even now I still crush. That's the only game I can beat Max hands down, no questions asked. Mm. Um, and he, he, he doesn't play that game, but when he's he's Max is um, how do he's, I put this? He's, delicately? he's fighting game literate. Yeah, he's a big Street Fighter guy, mm. which is just a Street Fighter. I just it's it not, translates well because a lot of games are pretty much based off of Street Fighter with how they're balanced and yeah. the inputs you're doing. I think this is why I, I was so keen on on fight, Dragon Ball Fighters is. It basically just looks like Marvel vs. Capcom with the 3v3, mm. the assists, the you know, system, yeah. and, and the different combos you do. It's very MVC. There are a few things I don't like, like the auto combos. If you basically hit your light or heavy attack three times in a row, you do this crazy auto combo. Yeah, but they balance that where it's not doing as much damage. It's not It's not a ideal. Right, but it's obnoxious when you accidentally trigger an auto combo and you're just like, fuck, I'm stuck with this. Or if your opponent just auto combos the whole time and it's like, I mean, ideally, you would learn to, like, that would be a learning mechanism for you to surpass that. Like, if you're accidentally yeah. auto-comboing, then you're like, yeah. okay, i got to pay more attention. i got to be better you about do. not flubbing inputs, you know, yeah. fat-fingering. But I think there's a balance there, and we'll see once I play more of it. But it's like, this is a game that newbies can play, and they can button mash, have fun, feel like... I mean, it's got to be run. for a game based on IP. Like, that's just, yeah. I, that's just the yeah. truth. And it's, it's the best-looking Dragon Ball game I've ever seen in my life. It's gorgeous. Oh, it's awesome. It's getting good reviews, too. People are, are liking it, so it's... It's awesome that we had a, quite the drought in quality Dragon Ball games. Which is crazy that we're still getting Dragon Ball games. For an anime that, that quit airing in America how many years ago? I mean, the original dub, the run was over 15 years ago. Yeah, Dive Tsunami. And in the Japanese, the, obviously it's been fucking three decades. 
uh, we're still getting games based on this IP. That's awesome. But we had a huge drought with just... Well, I don't know about the movies or the manga, the, right. the consistency of those releases. Anyway, we don't need to... All right, okay. But, I mean, you're tr- you're going to trigger me. Dragon Ball, especially in the West, is like a top five anime. Yeah. Like, people know about it. Yeah, and people still want those games, especially because it's just fucking power tripping. Get powerful. So what does this mean up. now? We got Band and Namco. They they own all the rights to every anime game. Like right. they they work with that company. I can't remember what the company's called, but does this mean that we're gonna get is a it Toei or is it might be Toei Funimation or? Well, I think Funimation does like the dubs. They do the, the a lot of the translating and stuff. So I think it's Toei. Toei, yeah. So does this mean we're gonna get a Naruto fighting game that's actually <laughs> worth playing, or that's gonna be Arena Fighters? Is that One Piece game that's coming out that I actually like? Not for like the gameplay, but like just the visual styling of it looks really good. Looks like the show. I want. I've never been into One Piece, but like that's another top five. What's the the Wii game that was like the anime Smash Bro kind of? Well, there was Tatsunaki versus Capcom. Right. Tatsunaku. I can't remember. It's yeah Japanese. I don't know the words. It was more of a. It wasn't. But that had that had characters from a bunch of different anime shows. Uh, the only ones I recognized were, I can't remember what the show was called, but it was basically like Voltron style, but they're, they're wearing these like cool suits that had like Falcon, like, like these Falcon, uh, pointed helmets. Right. Which the, I, what, I didn't remember what, uh, TV, uh, channel that was on, but I remember seeing some of that when I was a kid and that was like a very striking visual kind of show. I'm curious of what character in this game, cause I remember watching... Trevor play and Sam play this mm. uh, back in the day. Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Yeah, Tatsunoko. They had a fight stick for the Wii for that game. It's the only game. Wow. That, I think that was like the only fighting game. Well, it wasn't the only fighting game for the Wii because there was a Mortal Kombat on Wii. <laughs> we actually did fatalities with the Wiimote. But, uh, <laughs> oh, shit. The Wii was such a fucking <laughs> terrible console. Dude, that was a cool console. <laughs> I can't find anything about uh Oh, so Tatsunoko characters, but it doesn't tell me. What's Tatsunoko? Some like holding company that has the rights to all those different like mangas and animes. I don't recognize anybody in this uh, on the Tatsunoko roster. But look at the bird people. With Chun Li. Well, yeah, that's Capcom. We got Mega Man Zero and Mega Man Volnut. Ryu, beautiful Joe was in that game. Yeah, he was in a few. uh, He was in Marvel vs. Capcom Three, wasn't he? I'm actually not sure. Beautiful Joe was was hot for a minute. What, what, what happened to that franchise? That They had two great games and they just went away. They shuttered it. It just went away. It didn't falter or, 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 or peter out. It wasn't they, had like... a, they had some Japanese exclusives. There was a DS game for Beautiful Joe. Really? Yeah, I mean, who knows? Probably see it remastered eventually. They just did that with Okami. I'm sure that sold yeah. well enough for it to make sense to release again. Capcom, especially in the last year, has been super hot on re-releasing old games. Beautiful Joe would look fucking fantastic in HD. Cell shading ages games. perfectly. Oh yeah. One week you were down in Eugene. You made me boot that up in the old GameCube. Mm-hmm. I just picked it up for really cheap. It's cool. Yeah, it's a it's a, a fun little beat be em up games. We got some really cool like time fuckery mechanics. It's really you feel strong. It's a cool like combo mashy game, but with like you can you, if you want to, you can play it like a arcade game where you're trying to do time time attack kind of. Yeah. Try to beat this game as fast as possible. I love that. It, it feels like a Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. And when you're playing on a Nintendo console, you want it to feel like a Nintendo game. Well, that was like Golden Era Capcom. That was early 2000s, you know? That was yeah. Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Fucking Street Fighter 3, I think it was around that time, too. What the fuck else have you been playing? Anything else, or do you want to move on to some of the, the more notable uh, news bits? We, 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 nah, we I mean, I was, I've uh, okay. been uh, replaying Dark Souls 3, mm. playing a little bit of Bloodborne. Well, I mean, I say a little bit of Bloodborne, but I mean, I've 
pretty much beaten the game, but I've just been doing DLC stuff. Oh, that's a really fun game. I've never uh, really played too much of Bloodborne before. Yeah, like I've probably spent like forty hours playing Dark Souls one on PC, and about a hundred hours Dark Souls three. That was my first uh, Souls experience. Yeah, and that's a that's a game that really grabbed me. I, it's a very satisfying gameplay loop. The kind of push and pull, the tension of having your one like your your major resource and being able to lose it. Any anybody can kill you in that game. That's like a really cool like tension to have yeah throughout and I, I i just really gravitated towards how well the combat felt and your ability to change it up with different weapons right so bloodborne was a kind of an interesting kind of take on it with how you regain health by attacking so it really pushes you to be like really aggressive right and just the aesthetic is so fucking cool like you start out and it's all just like werewolves and you're like, oh man, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be fucking that vampires. Lovecraftian horror. Yeah, it's very, it's very, <laughs> very Lovecrafty. Oh man, but it's yeah. a nice throwback. A little right bit of throwback. There. Follow me on Twitter at Fresh Till Death. You might find some interesting conversations between me <laughs> and e Jiggle. Don't follow me. I'll block you. Yeah, you will get blocked. <laughs> but it really does have this really cool twist where you get further I mean it's not like a, a big secret everyone knows but like Bloodborne gets into like fucking weird alien shit like elder gods right but elder gods the way they introduce it and the way the Dark Souls games and that that, that developer from software they they just they fucking nail it dude it's so cool Goddamn good game it's good it's, game it's good game good game <laughs> There's one more thing I want to talk about on here, but it's it's South the... Park. Oh. Which I just started. The oh, Fractured yeah. Butthole. Yeah, the broken ass, right? Yeah, the broken ass. <laughs> Ruffered um, anus. I think I want to save that for when after you play. Because you played the first one. Mm-hmm. I played the first one. We both enjoyed it. Yeah. It was a fun little... It was like... It was Paper Mario for adults. It was Paper Mario mixed with a season of South Park. Right, which is fucking great. That's, that's cool. I like South Park. I'm not like in love with it. That's exactly. And when That's it's on, I won't I I change the channel. I'll be like, oh, it's South Park. It's yeah. good, good. But like, it's consistent. You don't throw South Park on Hulu and binge a season of it. It's yeah, just, no. It's just, it's, it's South Park. Yeah. I, I enjoy the games more than I enjoy the show anymore. Every time I, like when I played through uh, the Stick of Truth, I was like, dude, fuck yeah, South Park, bro. And I went to go watch a season of it and I was like, mm. yeah, it's a show. It was South Park, but it was South Park that was like aping on Skyrim. Which is the thing you like. And just aping on games in general. So right. it had a really nice like, kind of context around it. Yeah. And I love it. And they're doing the superheroes in Fracture But Whole now. Which is. So. It's going to be timely for the next 10 years. Yeah. So that, that's been that's been fun. Combat system has changed a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't like the, it as much. Probably for the. I don't, I don't like it as I'll much. I'll have to play it. Yeah. That's why, that's why I think we should wait. Um, it's not bad. I, I don't like... know how you feel about Stick of Truth, but the combat got very boring. Well, you, you, I think you played a pretty OP character, a pretty OP class. Because I, I, I was playing, as a, I was playing as a Jew, and I was making everyone bleed. It was yeah. very, it was very easy. Once I, once you figure out the combat, you're like, oh, just put a status effect on them, and they just fucking die. Yeah, no, it was definitely not a hard game, but I, I never really got bored with it. Fights were the perfect length, where you, like, you never were like, fuck. I'm gonna fight. I have to fucking deal with this. Yeah. They were no, it was, quick. It was, they were it was, simple. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't drag. Yeah. My only really complaint, like I like the battle system because it's that Paper Mario act, not active time, but like you're putting in inputs while you're doing the the, yeah. the attacks, so you you stay engaged and you feel yeah. like you're actually you have agency over the combat as opposed to just pressing a button and watching a, a little animation, which I like. But then when you're wandering on the world and you're picking up all these little doodads that don't actually do anything, they're literally just trash that you sell to make to make money to buy potions and stuff. 
uh, it's all like references that I don't get because I don't watch South Park. Right. So that was like, I felt like I was missing out on something, but it was right. cool that they had it. Like half of them are just dumb potty humor that actually aren't references. Because that's what I thought too for the longest time is how many of these am I not getting? Because and then well, I, was playing realize... it. I was playing it and like I was in the room and like Jordan and Max were watching me play or they're doing oh, their own thing. Okay. And they'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that was a reference to the episode with the, the fake GameCube one. Or like, oh, Chimpokemon. I get that. I'm like, I didn't watch that episode. I know yeah. I understand the reference Yeah, at the most surface level. Right, right. <laughs> but beyond that, I was like, oh. Right. It's less of a cool callback to an episode you watched 10 years ago and more just like, oh, I get what this is a parody or a commentary on. Yeah, like there are a few IPs that, yeah, especially like a show or a movie that I would be attached to enough that that would be a cool thing, but like South Park, it makes sense. This show's been on for twenty years, which is crazy. Yeah, how they've stayed relevant. Some of that has been diminished with the battle system. It, it's still like you can do sort of the. It's like a weird grid now, right? Where the you can grid's move cool. And attack. Yeah, the grid's nice because it just adds a, a, a slight layer of strategy that mm-hmm. makes you think. Okay, I've got X amount of enemies, and I need to, you know, here's my priority for who needs to die first, and it's it's subtle. That's a small change that I I liked initially. Mm. But the whole the active battle system or whatever you call it with the the you know keeping engaged and, and putting in those inputs to inputs do more damage like or take bit, less damage like a minor QTE right now it's literally just whether you're attacking uh, or whether you're being attacked there's one moment where you can hit the X button and it tells you when where there's a circle constricting on a it literally it's a quick time event mm-hmm. and it's like ah, this takes because before at least it was just like. You have to know what your attacks are and when those moments are to hit the X button mm. to, to maximize or minimize the damage you're taking. That's still a layer of strategy where you have to know, you have to be familiar with the intricacies of the, the combat and each attack for each character. Mm. And it was like another layer of strategy that kept you engaged. Yeah, this is just a bummer when there's a button on screen. Yeah, it just, it, it's sort of. And I still am not familiar enough with each attack, so I'm kind of like, I'm like double and triple checking, like, okay, this does this, and the, the X inputs are different for each one. Sometimes you're just hitting it and, like, pumping it up, hitting X a bunch of time within a certain time frame, mm. and sometimes you're trying to hit the quick time events within a certain time frame, and it's yeah. just like, and I still don't know which attacks are which, and it's just like, it, the combat's not as good as the last game. Yeah, I guess Paper Mario did that too, where you had different uh, inputs that you had to do for... Different attacks, mm-hmm. or like some of them, you're like, hold A, don't hold A, hold A, right? Stop, so keep going, right? Or like hold left on the stick and then let go, that kind of stuff. But it, all, it always felt like it made sense for what the characters were doing, right? So is it, is it different in this where it doesn't? It feels like incongruous. It doesn't necessarily like not fit. Like it, like it. I guess it makes sense. It's just a lot less engaging and a lot like. I've got no point where I won't even bother because mm-hmm. it's like because now you have like a super meter that you fill, and so hitting those, especially when you're taking damage, hitting those quick time moments mm-hmm. fills the meter faster. Mm-hmm. But half the time you don't need your super, and if you do, it fills fast enough anyway that I almost can't be bothered to pay attention to when I have to hit that X because it's just not it's not engaging enough. I don't care, so I mm-hmm. better, I, I take my phone out during battles now, which <laughs> I never used to do. So that's a little bit irritating, but it's still South Park, and I'm still like I'm not irritated by it or like uh, I'm having a good time with it. I'm gonna go back and, and beat it so you'll play it i'm sure i'll let you borrow it when i'm done with it and we'll talk about it sounds good but so a couple of things we wanted to, to mention that we've missed and i'm sure there's way more than this but a couple things we that were noteworthy nintendo labo oh yeah fucking nintendo's answer to vr yeah right <laughs> i fucking tweeted that shit the thing with the guy with the robot 
The robot. Robot. Uh, the thing on his back with the VR goggles, and I'm just like, now, now Sony can market. They have superior build quality. <laughs> you know, like it's even Nintendo's made, made it out of fucking corrugated cardboard. Five hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah. US um, dollars. So Labo, Xbox Game Pass, we want to talk about, and then there's a whole plethora of Nintendo, minor Nintendo things that we can we can touch on. But all right, so Nintendo Labo. This was during the mini direct that they did, or is this week after? This is the week after. Yeah, because everyone was like. Dude, the whole fucking Twitterverse and the subreddit was just ablaze with yep. speculation about whether or not this this uh, Nintendo Direct Mini, regular Direct, what was going to be going on there. And then there was Nintendo, no Nintendo tweeted out uh, Chibi Robo on fire. Yeah. <laughs> that was just, uh, they were just trolling everyone that they ended up putting out the Mini Direct. So, and that was just announcing a bunch of ports. Ports and like... DK was announced. HD remakes. What all, what all happened there? Let's briefly cover that. What all happened there? Biggest new thing was Mario Tennis Aces. Right. Which looks like a Mario cool. Tennis game. Yeah, cool. Looks cool. Looks better than the last, last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze on yeah. Wii U. Or on Switch. <laughs> new funky mode. Uh, funky mode. I think they show, they show Kirby. Yeah, they gave a release date for Kirby. Yes. Actually, I'm excited about that game. Looks pretty cute. I like the last two on 3 It's a good looking game, too. Yeah. That's a beautiful looking game. Uh, Dark Souls is the big one. Yeah. Then, like, smaller ones, like... Leaf is all pumped about World Ends with you. Oh right! It looks like the mobile port, so kind of well, jury's out on that yeah. one. Yeah, isn't, that, isn't like a weird like rhythm RPG? Yeah, it's like a JRPG where your your fashion and like what you're wearing and like affects your combat and like it's got touchscreen kind of uh, active time battle kind of. That's, I don't know. We're hopefully having uh, our buddy Leaf, who we've mentioned on the podcast numerous times. Hopefully, he's going to be on with us in the next couple of days, and we'll have something. In the next couple of weeks with him, and we'll we'll ask him about that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because I'm assuming he's played it, yeah. Mm. But then like other ones, like just kind of small stuff, like that uh, SNK heroines fighting game with the, with the ladies of the SNK series of games. I don't fuck how. Who's that. buying? Who's buying that? I don't know. Ten people, enough to make money off it. I don't know what the fuck SNK is doing. They just make it. They just have those Neo Geo ports. Right. I was going to say weird eShop ports. Like and there was a new King of Fighters like Metal a slug. year or two ago. Yeah, I can't believe King of Fighters is still a thing. Because King of Fighters was one of the kind of pillars of fighting games back in the PS1 era. Well, before, and then, more, more so the Starcade era. Well, right, right. But then... Because Neo Geo machines were arcade cabinets. Right. Um, yeah, I just I associated that with PS1. Mm-hmm. Because obviously I didn't have a fucking Neo Geo. Uh, PS1 got a lot of arcade ports. Yeah. Saturn did too. It wasn't until Dreamcast that I think we, we were finally getting arcade perfect ports, right? right. We we're still getting these hackneyed fucking watered down versions. Yeah, no, they're but, better than the arcades. Like, well, I'm not gonna fucking leave my house to hang around with other sweaty nerds. I'm, I'm sweaty and nerdy enough by myself. I know. I came in on the tail end of the arcade thing. Like the arcades in the '80s were how you played video games, right? Because you can most people couldn't afford an expensive Atari, and it was like the arcade games were infinitely better than what you could bring home. I came in on the tail end of that, obviously, being born in the early 90s, but we still had the arcades that we went to, the Wonderlands, and the, you know, even the fucking Pizza Hut down the street had four arcade cabinets. Yeah, that was still, like, that's, like, a weird shadow of a, of a right. corpse of an arcade. It's like going to Skate World and having, like, Battletoads, you're like, Ugh. Sure. But no there were, fucking wants There this. was still a time where, even though we grew up with games in the home, it was still, like... For me, oh, going to the arcade, I'm playing either games I can't get at home or I'm playing, like, way better versions. Like, the Turtles game, right? The the, the arcade version is so much better than Turtles in Time. With the four-player, you can get four... I think Pizza Hut had one of those with the four, four different players, and 
Yeah, fucking great. Mm. So it was still a time where I, I got excited about having a chance. Oh, I got to play new games, games I don't have access to, better versions of the games I love, whatever. Yeah, um, for me, it was like just kind of the opposite. I was like, oh, this is like a weird thing that they have. It's like it's yeah. clearly a leftover from a, a forgotten age. Right. Like, oh, those bad Simpsons beat them up. Oh, dude, no, that fucking game was awesome. It was awesome looking, but beat-em-ups aren't good games. <laughs> well, I, I take issue with that as well. Good I'm sorry, story. I wasn't born in 1980. I don't have that fucking nostalgia glasses on. Fair enough. How do we get down that rabbit hole? Fucking, oh, SNK and... and it yeah. wasn't until I, I, I somehow brought up Dreamcast as the first console that was truly arcade perfect. Mm. Dreamcast, man. That was just the mini direct. Like, I just... Wasn't too much shown. It was just a lot of ports and remakes. Right. It was a mini direct, and they at least labeled it as such. So we didn't. Yeah. But a lot our of people were still were like, tempered. People still get, especially with Nintendo, expectations are never tempered. Well, because those shit, that shit goes hot, and they get mad within <laughs> twenty days, twenty two, one or two days of every mini direct. Well, that's already full direct. It has. This is the first time that they have not followed up a mini direct with a full unless direct. you count the three tweets that they. Announced randomly. Yeah. Okay, let's jump week. into that before the Labo. They just announced some random shit yesterday. Well, I mean... Or two I, years ago. I think it's all in the context. Like, that that stuff came out because it already came out in the investor meeting. Right. Which is so... Like, how, who leaks shit from the investor meeting? Well, it's not leaked. It's They're a publicly traded company. So so ev- someone's transcribing everything in yes. the, the board. You can room? look at the Japanese really? transcriptions, and those will be translated in the next few days. And you can literally go through... Like, there was the one report that caught my eye was someone, during their investor call, before they asked their question, because they have, like, a round of questions. Right. Before they asked their question, they, they said, Nintendo, please enable cloud saves. And then they went on to their question. And that oh, was, like, shit. noted by one of the, the guys, like, Good. reporting on that. Kudos to whoever so, that like, fellow was. this is clearly information that's, like, they're they're planning out their year. This is right. their, their Q3, so their Q4. There's a lot of companies that have their Q4. That's January through March. But yeah. A lot of Japanese companies do that. So this is their Q3 reporting between October and December. Yeah. And they're just like, you know, this is where we got going on the next year, doing a Mario movie or doing this Mario Kart game for our phone stuff, our phone initiative. And we have this, we have, we have now settled on September for our online. And it's not, there's nothing to announce. It's just Nintendo of America just put out a shitty JPEG on their Twitter feed. It's like, hey, internet's coming in September, I guess. Whatever. What the fuck? Literally, a shitty fucking <laughs> JPEG full of fucking artifacts. Do you see that, that one I linked you to? The Nintendo of Europe one is yeah. actually a good JPEG. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything's better in Europe, apparently. Yeah, like, it just shows, I think, how still out of touch Nintendo is. And I said that sentence weird. But, you know, I think someone on Twitter I read said... If Microsoft was doing an announcement like this, it would have rented out an auditorium and had Terry Crews fall through the ceiling with a banner that says, Oh, mine! Like, you know what I mean? Like, But they don't have anything to announce. They're, they're, they they just whipped right. out a shitty JPEG because they didn't. They just had something to say in an investor call, and they're like, well, everyone's going to know about this, so we might as well just like kind of shuffle something out the door. It's crazy that... They're, they'll have a direct probably in the next like month or two because that's what they do. They yeah kind of eke out that information. They, they're just really good at marketing. Do we get a direct every quarter? At least, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, last year there was like two Nindies ones and like right. E3 and beginning of the year with their weird like live event. Right, okay. And then like game specific ones. Like they had ARMS ones, they had a Splatoon one. Right, this specific. It just seems so weird to me that it's good. we're going to be a year and a half or more into the Switch's life before we get online. And it's like how well, we have online. Is it? It's just the, the paid online. And right. the thing is, we don't know what that's, that, that entails. We've had like 
our first report was that we would have a NES game for a month, and it was like a weird rental service. So and then they changed that with their next time where they said it was going to be a growing library, and it would be available for as long as you were So PlayStation Plus. Well, it's like a combination of PlayStation Plus and Netflix because if you subscribe late, you would still get those games. Oh, okay. So actually iterating on something that's successful and right. making so, it better. So, wow. So literally, we don't know what the fuck it is yeah. because it could change at any moment. <laughs> yeah. They don't know what it is because they're working with DNA, which is, I don't even know if they're a good company. They made one good game for them, Fire Emblem Heroes, but they also made Mitomo, which they're going to kill in like a week. <laughs> Mitomo was fucking trash. Mitomo was funny. It was, Everyone it was expected a, a game, and they got this shitty, half-baked, hey, not man. even a, a social media platform. You can't even complain because you love MySpace surveys, and that's what that fucking thing was. But it was MySpace surveys with the funny little talking memes. We cared about MySpace surveys when we were fucking preteens and freshly... I cared about it at 24. Once I turned 25, it was dead to me. <laughs> Wait, MySpace or Mitomo? Yes! <laughs> I miss MySpace. Facebook has done nothing better than MySpace did it. Name one thing they've done better. Instant messaging. <sighs> you asked for one thing, I'll give you one thing. MySpace. That's the one thing you used MySpace Facebook didn't for. Need to, MySpace didn't need to do the instant messaging because we had AIM back then. If there was a need for instant messaging, they would have done it. If MySpace had instant messaging, you wouldn't use AIM. <laughs> Tom had better priorities. But I'm saying everything else about it, MySpace this is This tangent better. is also dead to me. Oh, fuck you. I miss MySpace. Just saying. Who knows how the internet is coming along? Who knows what they're working on internally to make it a satisfying product they are going to be paying for? Who right. knows if it's even going to still be $20 a year? I mean, that's still cheap. Who fucking cares? Like, if you're getting 20 bucks a year and you get, like, an online NES game, then fucking whatever. It just sucks going from now, by the time we get to online, it's been, like, two years of fucking... Free online, and then suddenly it's like I gotta pay to play Splatoon. Tell you the one thing, though. One thing about them announcing that they're paid online is coming in September. That makes me think they're gonna drop a big game that is online capable to push their online service. You would hope, but like you said, well, I also like Nintendo for all their ass backwards shit they do. I don't think they would fuck that up. I feel like they would drop a big game to to push their online service. Whether or not the online service is good is a whole other thing. But if they're saying, hey, you got to pay for online, they have to give you a reason to pay for online. It's not going to be held on the back of Splatoon and fucking Mario Kart. You're Those thinking too logically. Really well. You're thinking way too logically. September is a big month. People put out games in the fall. I, I, Nintendo put out I know. fucking Mario in October, and that game sold buku. But So I'm saying, I don't know, I'm, all I'm saying is that there's a fairly good likelihood that they're going to announce a game that's coming out in September to go along with their online Arms editors. DLC. No, they're done with arms. <laughs> They've already said they're done with arms, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, fuck that game. Um, so you're it's thinking fine. Smash Bros, possibly. I'm thinking Smash Bros, I'm thinking Animal release. Crossing, and I'm thinking Pokemon. Pokemon is, is not like Pokemon's likely. always out. It's been in development for nine months. Every Pokemon game is in development for nine months. <laughs> I'm just saying, we're getting another fucking shitty Pokemon game that's coming out this year, or we're getting a good Pokemon game that's coming out next year. Those are the options. Right. I'm, I'm hoping I, for the latter. <laughs> I really honestly hope they aren't doing a new Smash Bros. I think if you release... Smash 4 port with everything included, including the Smash one that was on the 3DS version. Mm. That's an easy port. Cherry on top would be a story mode. Give me Subspace Emissary. That would be the, the big new way to sell that's the a game. Big, that's a big thing. It is a big thing. But they've had years now with developing for the Switch. Two years. They were working on characters for the Wii U until, up into 2016. But 
They put out four new characters. Did that really take an entire team who developed an entire game? I'm just saying, four they, had, characters? they had a small team working on that. I don't know if they were working on the next Smash Bros. during that time. Wasn't there a rumor before the Switch was even announced that there was a company working on a port for Smash 4? Well, that was before Smash 4 even came out. They're they're working on three versions of Smash. No, 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 no. It was it was much more recent than that. Don't fucking type on a goddamn keyboard. Shit, son of a gun, where's my phone? I'm just saying, that doesn't mean anything. It's like people saying, oh, right. they, they trademarked Eternal Darkness again. That means we're going to get Eternal Darkness. Oh, they trademarked F-Zero again. We're getting another F-Zero. Fuck off. That doesn't mean shit. Ben and Amco are going to be working on NX games with Smash Bros. Yeah, it was, it was obviously all rumors, but it was out there. People in the industry were talking to journalists in the industry. It was floating around. Something's happening with this. No, yeah, so, it's another bullshit Emily Rogers fucking Lorcate Dale Who thing. fucking knows? But I'd yeah, be, I'd be, Pikmin's it, coming out as a launch game for Switch too. you know? So I can, well, that, that was... <laughs> Mario's going to be a launch. Zelda's getting pushed, you know? They don't know anything they're talking about. It's just like, right. oh, I heard a thing. I hear a lot of things, too. <laughs> That's the thing. Is it's all, I heard what they said. It's all just conjecture. But if somebody heard from a reliable source that... that Smashboards, Smashboard, Smashboard, <laughs> Smashboard. <laughs> Smash Bros. Switch is being worked on somewhere by somebody. However, that looks, it's probably true that it's someone's doing something with it. Hmm. Whether that's a port or whether they were doing a port just for technology's sake, to like how are we going to implement this for Smash Five, whatever. I hope it's a port. Smash 4, what are they going to bring in a Smash 5? Give us a port with all the same characters, a, a little bit new content. Well, the thing is, call it good. with Smash Bros, I would super imagine that licensing is a huge pain in the ass for those characters. Yeah, but when you and have that like, much money involved... Okay, yeah, I know there's money, but you that... Just, it ha- you make it happen. You make it happen, but Nintendo doesn't make anything happen. You're right. They stumble out <laughs> there right. things happening right. around them. I mean, uh-huh. it takes a lot... There's a reason why the NES didn't get re like they didn't re up on that for like a year. It takes a while to fucking ink those deals. Yeah. So think about all the third party characters that are in Smash Bros. Because they're not going to put out a Smash Four Deluxe version without having all the fucking DLC attached, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, not getting yeah. Cloud without fucking talking to Square Enix for a while and getting that money to them. They're working together again. They're on they're, good terms. Okay, yeah, they're in good terms, but like that's still Mario that's RPG a lot of shit. sequel. There's, there's a lot to that. So uh, what I imagine, ideally, me too, I would love to have Smash 4 that's just the 3DS and the Wii U version. Just smush them together. <laughs> just smush them. Yep. Give them a good big smush. Get those stages. Get the yep. fucking Smash Run. I like Smash Run a lot more than Smash 2. Smash 2 sucked dick. Smash totally. Run was pretty cool. Smash Run was awesome. It was pretty only cool. the 3DS, and the 3DS version was just like... It was it okay. was it was, it fun. was great it was really when fun you, for that month before that I got month, the real right. one. When we knew when we knew that a real Smash Brothers game was coming, it was awesome. It was everything I dreamed of. I've I've been wanting a fucking Smash Bros on a handheld for years. My dude, I don't know if I told this story. There was a there was a boy named Alex who rode the same bus as me. He got on two stops ahead of me in seventh grade. He was a year younger than me. Relevant information for our, our listeners. You're here. painting a very okay. vivid picture. Theater of the mind. <laughs> it's like I'm there. I got my GameCube right when we moved, so I must have been at the turn of sixth grade. My parents had to bribe me with a GameCube for taking the small bedroom (laughs) at the new house. Got a GameCube. Two years later, Nintendo DS. That's probably not when it was released. Actually, maybe. It was when I became aware of it, at the very least. And this kid, Alex, would play it every day on the bus. He let me play it. I remember Picto chatting. I remember playing the Metroid... Prime Hunters. Prime Hunters, is that what it was? The demo. Playing that demo, rolling around. That uh, was sick. 
playing Mario Kart, which is mm-hmm. still one of my favorite Mario Karts ever. And I literally said to him, what do you want for this? And he said, do you have any Nintendo games? I said, I have a, I have a GameCube. I traded my GameCube with Smash Bros. With, uh, did I have Zelda at the time? I don't recall. I definitely had Smash Bros. Uh, anyway, I traded it saying, I don't need a GameCube. All the games I want are going to come to DS. They'll put Smash Bros. on the DS. I've got Mario Kart. How dumb was that? How dumb was that? It was so stupid. My brother was so pissed at me. Pretty foolish. DS is so, pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah. But I had no context for that. I didn't have... Well, I mean, the GameCube was cheap, too. Right. But I, I just was like, this is cool because I can play it on the bus. Mm-hmm. I can play Mario Kart on the bus. That's awesome. So anyway, I came to later regret that decision. And later, a little bit later, my brother got a DS Lite. And I had the OG DS. And, uh, you know... Felt better. I like the OG DS over the DS Lite. Did you really? Yeah, the D-pad's way better. The D-pad is better. I love the clicky D-pad. Mm. The, the DS Lite had a mushy D-pad. DS Lite had the fucking Wii, Wiimote D-pad. Yeah, not a fan. No, it was even mushier than the, D, the D-pad. The I'm just saying, like, the fine. way it was, like, it's shaped, like, it curved upward. Right, right. It, it hurt. It, it was a bad-feeling D-pad. It was fine. It was passable for, like, my my preteen fingers. Mm. Now it's a it's an uncomfortable system, right? Like, I could use something bigger than a 3DS, mm. you know, comfortably, like, speaking. But, 3DS XL, even. Well, that's what I mean. That's right. what I, sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, the, the 3DS XL is still, like, uh, give me something bigger. The Switch is almost right. It's but, not thick enough. But the, yeah, exactly. The ergonomics. If it was that. as thick as the DS, oh, it'd be the perfect fucking console, <laughs> right? <laughs> so anyway, I fucking traded that shit for a DS, and it was just how foolish. And guess what game you never got on the fucking DS? You never got Smash Bros. I never got Smash Bros. So when that came out, it, I was a giddy little fuck. I was you like, know, dude, honestly, Pokemon got me back into playing video games. Pretty much, how, X, like XY? In high school. Oh, oh, XY. Wow. Yeah, they got me a 3DS. Got me back into it. Into games in general? Well, I mean, it was... Well, no. It was Halo 4. That got me to buy a 360. That's 2012? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I bought... uh, X and Y was that year, too. Pretty sure. No. It was 12 or 13. 13. It was 13. You're right. It was 13. Yeah. But, like, that got me me to get a 3DS. And then a year after that, Smash Bros. came out, and I was like... I was riding the hype train yeah. all throughout that Mega Man reveal. Yes. Fucking Mega Man. <laughs> he looks so good. He played just just right. It was it was a good month. Remember when the beta came out? I remember being at your old place when the beta came out and just sitting in that little green chair in your dungeon of a basement. Just fucking... And we had Pikachu, Mario, Link. Link. Um, and uh, there was a new character. I'm pretty sure there was a new character you could play. Pac-Man? That sounds right. Maybe. That sounds right. But I mean, I was amazed at how beautiful the game was. Dude, it was a good looking years. game. It was great. It was it cool. Was sound. Gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my. It's happening. <laughs> this time, Brennan Dreyer is calling me. That's, that's, are we are taking callers. <laughs> should I call him on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no. That's bad radio. Oh, man. I'm quitting this podcast. I think it'd be just you and him. Oh my goodness gracious! Please tell me you're not actually. No, I'm. I'm just texting. Okay. Uh, God. But anyway, what I wanted to, to to kind of segue into is if it was a Smash Five. Honestly, Smash Four was based on the engine that that Brawl was on. Right. So half of the work I think getting that game on the Wii U and this and the 3DS was getting 
a Wii game onto those systems. Just getting the engine to work. Getting the engine properly. to work. And the Wii U was still on the same architecture that was a power PC based uh, system. Right. So it was getting the 3DS version to work. And now we know there's been many games that have been ported from 3DS to Switch. So I think those are closer architectures. Those are ARM based. Right. So I think it wouldn't be too much work to get the, the guts going. And then from there, it would be a matter of getting characters and getting enough difference and like balancing basically. Right. It would probably be the same core character because those are pretty similar core characters from Brawl to uh, to Wii yeah. U. They, it was they just added a matter a nice of chunk of characters. Yeah, yeah, sure, and like but... stages. And you could like bring bring over stages. So a Smash Five could easily be a Smash Four Ultimate, but with just different DLC characters, different additional characters. So yeah. I agree. I think actually, there's a, there's definitely enough. I mean, they know they have the right in <laughs> fucking characters that people are like, please put X character into this game. Please put Banjo Kazooie. Put K. Rule. Yeah. Put fucking Isaac from Golden Sun. You know, they've got a huge backlog of characters they can put in. That would be a new thing, get people hyped up again. And also the 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 companies that they're close with. You know, if they're they want to be homies with Capcom, they can give them a deal. Put Mega Man back in. Put Mega Man X in instead. You know, something like that. I would imagine right. Pac-Man would stay in there because Bandai Namco and their attachment to the series. And Pac, dude, having a game that has Pac-Man, Sonic, Mega Man, and Mario, That's and they're cool, fighting man. each other. That's fucking cool. What the fuck? That's a childhood just culminating in this, 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 this. I guarantee you, there's a there's a hundred threads from GameFAQs in 2002 with like fake rumors about Cloud being in Smash Bros. And everyone being right. like, fuck off. It's never been on a Nintendo console. It's not. Right. It breaks all the rules. It doesn't have to be on a Nintendo console. Any, any fucking character could be in there. You get like fucking Minecraft dude in that game. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. Fred. Microsoft. Microsoft the fuck? They got to They got to have an email back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> so Phil Spencer is chatting up with Shigeru Miyamoto right now. Okay. Impromptu. Off the cuff. Top five characters you want to see in Smash. That haven't been in? That haven't been in. Smash 5. Who are we getting? Oh, by realism or by just pure want? What the fuck do you want? Nintendo yeah, or otherwise? Possible. Anything's possible. Yeah. Anything that's been You gotta, narrow, you gotta keep it kind of narrow because I... Uh, like Goku, it, like don't say Goku. Like Goku is a pipe dream and I don't want that to happen even as the world's biggest DBZ fan. I don't I mean, want fucking Goku. I mean, but Dragon games, Ball has been on every Nintendo system except for the Wii U and the, vir- and the Virtual Boy. So... <laughs> It's That's a good point. Because I was about to say, games that have been featured prominently on the on the Nintendo platform. Mm. You don't think Nintendo, you don't think Dragon Ball. No. I know that the old, you know, the Famicom, Super Famicom had plenty of Dragon Ball games. Because mm-hmm. that was during the whole, the, the peak of that zeitgeist in Japan. But, uh, and then we have like Xenoblade, or sorry, not Xenoblade, but Xenoverse 2 on the Switch. But it's not like you don't. Think of Nintendo. No, yeah, yeah. I so mean, I don't even think of Goku as a video game character. He's an anime character, right? It's so yeah, I don't want that in Smash Bros. But like, I'm trying to think of a non-Nintendo character who like, would make Bayonetta sense. Of, made it in, right? Yeah, yeah. Even though that's a Nintendo exclusive now, it's not yeah. a Nintendo character, right? I th- I'm pretty sure Platinum probably holds the IP rights to right. Bayonetta. Right. They just Nintendo has the distrib- exclusive distribution rights to Sega published the first one, then Nintendo did the, the next two. I I couldn't tell you the. <laughs> Sega, I don't fucking I'm know. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, yeah um, that's an interesting question. Um, I think an easy one would be like the Inklings. Oh, 100%. Like, they clearly, they've earned it. You yeah. know, they're fucking huge in Japan. They right. are a Nintendo IP now. Do you think it would be an Inkling or if it would be an Ice Climber situation? 
No, it'd be Inkling boy or girl. Okay. It'd be like Robin. Palace swap. Yeah. Okay. We get our we get our ice climbers back finally. That'd be cool. We definitely would. It's the only good game ice climbers have been in. Yeah. Ice climbers a fucking trash game. It's there's not a single game on the NES that you say is a good game. Mario, Mario. three is <laughs> probably the only game. Yeah, where one, you're like, two, one, two, and three are, are. I mean, one is okay. Two and three are good. Two, the American two or the Japanese two? The real two. American the real two. two. Oh no! <laughs> no, you did. You have Japanese the, two is a is just a shitty ROM hack. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's it's no. Yeah, you're right. But I was gonna say, did you grow up with uh, the fucking All Stars World Cart? My brother traded it to my neighbor for a Captain America beat em up game. Which oh, Captain America and the Avengers? You could choose between Cap, <sighs> Hawkeye, Vision, and Iron Man. Garbage. Who do you trade it to? Neighbor. We, we wasn't that shithead. No, Johnny would have been too young across the street. No, it was old house. He was too young. Oh, old. Okay, I didn't know. You so like in. the neighborhood you lived in, or like down the street. You were really young. Just before I moved, so we moved in when I was in kindergarten. Yeah. So it was the first few years of owning the SNES. Okay, shit. Bullshit. I would, love, I would love to see more um, Donkey Kong characters. Yeah. You got DK and, and Diddy. Sure. I was I was surprised Diddy was in Melee, honestly. Made a lot the, of sense when he came in and Brawl. That game was a product of uh, just the they ultimate put, time crunch. Dude. So much got cut from that game. And so much they nailed. Yeah. And so much they didn't nail. Like some characters are just like... Fucking broken in a bad way. Game and Watch wasn't supposed to work. Yeah. And fucking bacon. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's a funny, <laughs> funny fucking game. I don't know. I'm trying to think of. Game. I like the off off the wall ones they've included, like Rob and We Fit Trainer and mm-hmm. Game and Watch. Those have all been fucking great. Right. Those aren't for the hardcores, the hardcore players, but it's for it's anything. Even the hardcore players, it's all context based. Oh, you know, sure. But see no one's playing Rob the Robot. Who fucking cares? Exactly. It's, it's Smash Bros. It's Smash Bros. It can be for everyone. It is for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to... You get, I'm, I got analysis paralysis. You throw, uh, yeah, you throw yeah, me yeah, the, I, enti- I the entire fucking swath of every video game. I know. But I I'm know. trying to like think of it as like being kind of realistic because that's a real ex- that, that's just what I do. I try to keep it realistic. So, so I, would li- I would like to see Isaac from Golden Sun. I like Golden Sun. Sure. I don't know if that series did Golden State Golden Sun remake Twin Pack. Give it to me. We talked about this on a podcast. Twin Pack, you know, miss out on Dark Dawn. Ugh. I never played it. I just heard Ugh. people didn't like it, but at the same time, a lot of people don't like a lot of things I do like. So I don't know. I need to play that <laughs> game. I should just play that game. Fucking whatever. You probably sh- probably should. Um, I'm trying to think now. I, I would love Camelot to play an RPG again. They're great, great guys. Yeah, uh, I want more villains. Yeah, we've talked about this. Like, like, why is King K. Rool not a fucking character? I mean, he hasn't been in a character since the first fucking Donkey Kong Country. Iconic well, no, he's been, he was in DK64. When you think of Donkey Kong, you don't think of Tropical Freeze. You fucking think of Donkey Kong Country on the Super Nintendo mm. from 25 years ago. Mm. King K. Rule. Fucking give it to us. Um, people want some of, like, Gino or, like, some of the more obscure characters. Like, that's... A, it's a square character. Right, it's... A square-ictor. A square-ictor. Oh. Now they're on good terms again. They're doing stuff together. I mm-hmm. think that's that's not unreasonable, but... What about I something really from, care. like, 
I, I don't know if that has enough cachet, especially on the West, but like a Dragon Quest character. Are there like characters that people like from Dragon Quest? I couldn't name a single character from Dragon Quest, but... I never played a Dragon Quest game except for Dragon Warrior Monsters in the Game Boy. Did so. you Chrono? Chrono, that's a square character. Um, but of course, we didn't get uh, Chrono Trigger on the Super Nintendo Classic. I don't know if that was a licensing thing or just a well, byproduct just, of, of the, trimming the fat. It was. Uh, I guarantee it's a fat trim. Yeah. Which is weird considering that's like... That's considered the biggest and best RPG, if not ever, definitely on the Super Nintendo. Well, no, because so, Square did three other games in the fucking Super Nintendo Classic that are great RPGs. Super Mario RPG. Um, Final Fantasy VI. Final Fantasy, which is three. Yeah. On the Okay. And, and then, then Secret of Mana. Yeah. Secret of Mana is a multiplayer game, which that, that, that boosts its score. Yeah. Final Fantasy is a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. I would argue Chrono Trigger is better than Final Fantasy III. Chrono Trigger get, got the axe the same time Final Fantasy IV got the axe. You know those yeah. were on the table. But they're like, we need to not have a million square games. This is... Imagine they put... have some Konami and some Capcom too. This makes me even more glad we didn't get, like, Pilot Wings. Because if we'd gotten Pilot Wings but not fucking Chrono Trigger... I would have rioted. Uh, yeah, things would have gotten ugly over here. <laughs> but but I get it. And honestly... Pilot Wings for Smash Bros. How... No, the Wave Race uh, Ski Doo. Like, <laughs> a 1080 snowboard. Yeah. I, oh, God, yeah. Dude, cruising in the USA, dude. <laughs> who's, who's driving those cars anyway? How about this for an idea? Take out uh, Game & Watch and put in Paper Mario. How about not take out any characters because it's 20 fucking 18. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Keep everybody in and still give us the characters we want. Like, why take out Game & Watch? He's hilarious. He's a staple. He's been around since fucking 2001 or 3 or whenever that game came out. That doesn't mean he has to stay in. Fuck you. Who's going to throw bacon if we don't have Game & Watch? I don't have Young Link anymore. Toon Link's way better. Have both. Just replace one. You don't need Young Link. But why do, you, why do you have to take one away? We can have it all. Because people don't like palette swaps and I would want it to play pretty Bullshit. much the same as... Fuck off. Like, who could, people who bitch about palette swaps are people who hate fun. Like... Fuck all those people. I don't give a shit. I love, 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 love that Ganon is just a slower Captain Falcon. I, I, I like that. But he's not anymore. He's changed. He's a different character That now. irritates me. I like knowing. It's like, I, I can't learn 60 characters, but I can learn 30 characters and be like, well, You can't even learn one character, bitch. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> okay, listen up, guys. This motherfucker plays a mean Yoshi. I'll he, fuck you up. I can play. Well, I have a propensity for, for picking slow Heavy characters. And then Falco. <laughs> I am. <Melee. laughs> no, Melee, I'm a Falco guy. I know Fox is technically better, but but I prefer Falco's Well, well that's, that's dependent on the player. Right. I'm a Falco guy. And in Smash Bros. Melee, you and I... And technically, go, Falco is a very heavy character, but he's not slow. He's not slow, right. But you and I go head-to-head on that game. Because I'm not good at Melee. <laughs> but Smash 4, you kick my ass. Usually with Yoshi. But I always pick, like, Ike or Ganondorf. Like, what the fuck am I doing with the slowest two characters in the game? Trying to take on Yoshi. Like, if you're it, any good, then you could probably fuck me up. This is fucking wistful cunt trying to just <laughs> fly. And I'm like, fuck you. It's such bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking irritating. Dude. I, I love it. Yoshi. Yeah, and it's not even, like, you don't even try. You just sit there with a smug fucking look on your face like, I'm better than you. <laughs> like, you just whoop our asses. So how do you feel about the Pokemon characters? Are there any Pokemon additions that you would, you would find to be... I like Squirtle from the Pokemon Trainer in Brawl. I but like, I like that they broke out and just did just one character. 
I, I, I don't like a transformation character. I like both. It's like I like how Sheik and Zelda are two different characters now. I I let it's a thing. It's hard for me to break this down because I the idea of being able to transform like I'm Sheik or I'm Zelda and it's just part of the strategy of being good at that game, that's awesome. But at the same time, it makes way more sense to split them up and then expand each character's moves. Yeah. It makes more sense. Pokemon Trainer was also cool. But then, okay, we start putting individual Pokemon. Next thing you know, this is going to be fucking Pokemon Tournament. Yeah, there's 800 of them. Yeah, like, like oh, it won Charizard. Oh, this fucking kid who was born in 2004 wants to see, you know. Well, right now there's four Pokemon and like 10 Fire Emblem characters. So I think we can balance it out and add more Pokemon. That would yeah. not, we would not be lacking. <laughs> Somebody working on that game loves Fire Emblem. It was Japan. Everyone loves Fire Emblem in Japan. Well, see, it's, I don't know about that because I think that's I think that's exaggerated. Maybe because I've looked at the sales. I've seen I've seen the, I've seen the numbers. Bro. I've seen the numbers. Mm-hmm. Awakening outperformed other Fire Emblem games, but not enough to make fucking three versions of Fates. That was that's egregious. That's that's the J- Japanese business model. Yokai Watch, Pokemon, Fire Emblem, um, um, if like the Digimon games, fucking still getting Digimon games. They're still selling. Like it's fucking crazy. But they're doing the, the split version. Monster Rancher games too. Right. It's just like it's just a Japanese thing. I don't I don't know why. It's just to help with sales and to push numbers. And it's it's fucking stupid because it's never a meaningful difference between the versions. Like with Pokemon originally, it was to sell a gimmick between like you get exclusive Pokemon and you trade with your friends, but now it's like Yeah, I was pushing like it's just everyone, shitty gatekeeping. Your, yeah, your friend should have the game too. Right. Cool interaction. It's so, cool. It was cool battling. Yeah, once upon a time it was it was a novel idea and it was pushing the envelope. But now it's just a fucking crappy gimmick that gate keeps us from enjoying these games to their full potential. So is the next Pokemon gonna have two versions? 110 fucking percent. Because they will still sell millions and millions. Yes, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> and in the next games The only people to blame on that are the fans. I just I just think that Fire Emblem did not warrant that that treatment. I agree. Although because least, one of the versions was just the other two versions combined. No, it was it was like po- it was essentially post game for the two combined versions. Was it? Because yeah. that's what I, I heard. Yeah. Was that it's like oh you get no. It. So the first one was the easy mode, and you were getting one side of the story. The second one was was more of a traditional Fire Emblem experience, but you're getting the complete other side of the story. So mm. it's essentially a whole second game. And the third one was like it was it was uh, yeah it was just like post game content for for both. Um, and it was more in the middle difficulty wise, but it's it's a little ridiculous. But at least with that, it wasn't just the, the same games with a palette swap and then like an exclusive character in each. It was like at least a whole entire different game with a different narrative. You know, like regardless, I don't think it it warrants sure fucking seven characters. Sure. But Fire Emblem Awakening was so successful, they're like, let's capitalize on this. Fire Emblem Awakening went from. This is our last Fire Emblem game because this franchise is dead as fuck. Nobody wants this. To like completely resurrecting the franchise and and it did so well on the 3DS. And so they're like, let's just take advantage of this. And they did. It's fine. It's fine. Although for me, I bought the special edition for like 70 bucks. So it was like I got everything for like the price of basically a retail game. You sure showed them. Well, no, but just like considering, I guess, (laughs) I just never looked at it through the lens of like, Oh my god, I had to buy two $40 games and a $30 DLC, which is like pretty egregious. So I never I never just never I viewed it differently. I was like, I spent 70 bucks basically and got like way more than I ever would for basically retail price. You know what I mean? So it just I just I, I hope to God that that's not what's gonna happen with the next Fire Emblem game. 
especially with a $60 MSRP for standard AAA yeah. games. Mm, I don't no, know about that. That'll be pretty ridiculous. I hope the next Fire Emblem game is, is, is good because Fates was not nearly as good as Awakening. And the characters you played won. Shadow of Valencia, didn't you? Excuse me. Um, I did a little bit. I played through maybe like three or four hours. And that was like a remake, so you kind of you kind of start with like the Gaiden, yeah, kind of weirdness where you're traversing an overworld, and that's like not really a Fire Emblem thing. That was weird. It wasn't the same, and the and the battles were fine. Like it was still a, a turn based strategy RPG, but it just I remember seeing that the level up system was different. Did you remember? Any, do you remember that? Oh God, no, I'm I'm trying to think because the one thing that has always been bullshit about Fire Emblem is the pure RNG of leveling up. Right. It's just, it's immediate horseshit. The way you want to play that game is to save before you level up, fight a character, level up. Oh, I didn't get the stats I wanted. I'm going to reset the fucking system. I, I did that so many times. And that's horseshit. That's fucking stupid. It's stupid. That's goddamn stupid. <laughs> hell. Guys, Nick is shaking with rage when he says this. <laughs> like, it's, it's bullshit. And it wasn't, I literally would do that. Where I would, it's the current year. It's the <laughs> current year. Fuck you, intelligent system. I would, it's not intelligent. <laughs> I would reset that shit until I finally just said, fuck, I'm sick of fucking doing this. I, I would level up and I would just not get points. If you get one. Oh, I got one in luck. And Good. your character would make some smart-ass <laughs> comment about like, well, that was disappointing. Well, man, I didn't learn much. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, no fucking shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, kill yourself, bitch. <laughs> I'm turning permanent death off for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I finally bucked up and just bought the DLC for 15 bucks or whatever, where you had the infinite, the level where you could just grind infinitely. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I, just, I just cheated. Because I got sick of having to redo battles, reset the game because the shitty RNG. So, I agree. That's that's a pretty broken system that hopefully they address. But, again, this is... So, now, the next Smash Bros. then is going to have six more uh, Fire Emblem characters. Who could they add? Krom? They should add Krom. I know they put Lucina in. Waluigi. They should put Krom in. That's the thing. Why not? Give us give us a Waluigi. I mean, it's not Why canon, not? so yeah, put it in there. Why the fuck not? Um, give us give us Crom if we're talking Fire Emblem character. I'd rather have Crom than Baby Mario. Dude, think about the babies. Could could like the literally... babies would be fucking bad, bro. They'd be worse than Pichu, bro. Both babies riding Yoshi. No babies Shut with the, the fuck cape, up. bro. Oh my god, they can't ride Yoshi. Yoshi's a different character. That'd be very confusing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how that would look they're as far as the moveset goes. Kind of cool. I thought Bowser Jr. was a cool character. Yeah, and the, uh, introducing palette swaps, like literal palette swaps, was cool. Yeah. So you got eight different Bowser the Juniors. Coop- the Koopa League. That's yeah. fucking cool. Oh, that was cool. Um, and so I think they could do more of that just to give us technically more characters. Like the Fire Emblem characters could theoretically all just be palette swaps. You could be Krom or you could be Lucina. I don't know about that. Like, I don't know how Krom... Krom... I, I haven't played enough Fates or uh, Awakening. Awakening. It's wouldn't he be more like Ike? No, no, he's I, well, maybe I don't know. I, I feel like he's a much lighter character, much swifter. Ike is a, I mean, Ike's well, Selena was a powerful of Marth, which makes sense, like because she's like cosplaying as Marth in that fucking game. Yeah. So like, Spoiler. I thought that was cool. Fuck, fuck off. That game's old. <laughs> yeah. No one. No one. Yeah. Fair enough. So like that makes sense, but it should have just been a fucking literal palette swap. Should have been like, yeah. This beer is not getting any better as it gets warmer in my hands. Are you sure? <laughs> I can if if you're drinking it faster, it'd be better because you'd be kind of drunk while you're drinking it. This is not enough to get me drunk. We need to make a Winko run. I'm going to buy real beer and some chips and some salsa. I mean, that doesn't sound good. 
there's a shit ton of sauce on the fridge. Really? Yeah. You've been, like, you've been like, in the fridge? Yeah, I got water out of the fridge. Oh, fair it's enough. like four things of fucking sauce in I'm there. a tap kind of guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're sick all the time. Oh, God. So, okay, we've gone off the rails. Like, I don't know how you have a guy here, but things that Nintendo announced that we mentioned 45 minutes ago. But we were talking about like Smash Bros. The online, and then we got it. Yeah, yeah online. Uh, there's gonna be. Here. I think. I think there's. A, I think there's a, a not bad chance for sure. Smash Bros. being announced this year. Right. I, I like those odds. Like, I feel like that would be a super hype E3. Right. Sure. Because that's like one of the the things that would command a hype a hype E3. Animal Crossing is a, is a great game and it sells fucking fantastic. But that would not be like. Oh great! I'm hanging out in a village. I'm gonna play Switch for thirty minutes. And oh yeah, this this sure is Animal Crossing. That's why I think they should people get fucking hype for Smash. Bros. I know it's crazy. It's big. The casuals get come out for Smash Bros. You and me, baby. <laughs> come on. I'm I'm a hardcore casual. Okay. Come on. That one comes to Smash Bros. I was Hard, hardcore casual. I'm not gonna fucking go to a tournament. I'm not good. Is that what I'm the, just better than you? <laughs> oh, okay. Is that what fucking defines a hardcore gamer? Like you have to go to fucking tournaments and play with the other autistic? Yeah, I think dudes so. Who, I think that kind of. I think that's kind of part of the territory. Okay. Go to like Fair locals. Enough. Fair enough. Me knowing what a local is makes me hardcore casual. Going to local makes me hardcore. Let's go to. A Draw, I'm drawing local, my line bro. in the sand right there. Let's fucking do it. No. Hardcore casual is like a fine place to be. It means that you're good and attentive, but you have a real life. Yeah. That's what that means. And I'm also the best amongst the people I'm playing with. (laughs) I could be the worst casual or the worst (laughs) hardcore or the best hardcore casual. I'd rather do that. Damn it. You'd rather master, uh, be the master of your fucking schmuck friends. Yeah. Then, uh, king of the, king of the assholes. (laughs) Animal Crossing, though, I do think, could be an Crossing this year. That's a super off the rails. I mean, like, again, the blueprint's there. If they would have just ported a high resolution version of of New Leaf, it would have sold a fucking million copies. I don't want New Leaf again, though. I want them to iterate. There are a lot of things I want to be improved about that game. Because yeah. I love that game, but there are a lot of things where you're just like, this has been the same game for 15 years. I would love to not uh, keep myself from running on the grass. Yeah, that, oh God, that's so. What a shitty way to gatekeep. Like, apparently, it was even worse. And uh, was it uh, the one city folk? Yeah. No, city folk. The oh, Wii, Wii. Okay. Yeah, it's fucking awful. It's it, the fact that like you <laughs> you slip and fall if it rains. Like it's just like that, <laughs> that's like kind of funny though. It's, it's, still, not like, it's not like Animal Crossing is a competitive. It's game. funny the first time it happens, but then when it happens, I'm just trying to do stuff in my town. I think it'd be funnier if it just happened a lot less often. It's sure. like a one in a thousand chance. You're like, right. my fucking character just fell down. That, that's funny. That would be funny. One in a thousand. I was trying to catch a butterfly and I ate shit. Yeah, that's funny every once in a while. But when it happens to you multiple times a day... It's like the tripping in Brawl. That was not good. No, that was... That, Brawl was a really great game. It was a little too slow and tripping was awful. But other than that, so much about that game was just fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. And it was it was ruined for the hardcore players, and you know, but the subspace emissary and the graphics in that game were fucking gorgeous. Coming from Melee, like Melee is a damn good looking game if you if you upres it though. It is play that shit on Dolphin. It is, but the, the it has lead... no right looking as good as it does. This is what I'm saying. Well, well Dolphin emulator is just a, a fucking. Well, I mean, beast. it's not improving the textures; it's just taking the vectors and stretching them out higher. Yeah, and. Doing all sorts this is of amazing things. what the GameCube could do in 2001 as a almost launch game two weeks after the fucking GameCube came out. Right. Yeah. 
I just did the thing where I yawned. I tried not to talk. I said two words. I'm glad you didn't try talking. <laughs> I would be livid. <laughs> podcast is over. We've been Fuck talking me. for over two hours. Yeah, we haven't talked in a long time. This is the first time we've talked. We don't talk unless we have a mic between us. That's generally not true. We, we used to message a lot. We used to. But, but then you're busy and I'm driving a forklift inside and they've got cameras. Oh, is that why you were like, I'm driving right now, I can't text you? And I was just like, oh, this guy can fucking update his social media, but he can't talk to his boy! I was like, I can't talk consistently. I'd be like, I'm going to go inside and warm my hands and I'll fucking shoot out a tweet. Because we used to... And you're fucking... Time. You're just fucking stalking me like a goddamn... Why are you okay. obsessed with all right, me? All right, all right. <laughs> this fucker... I found this guy on Reddit and I followed him on Reddit, which means he pops up in one of my fucking... Just in my timeline if I'm on my entire feed. And I sometimes I respond to the things you say. All right? Because it's a, we follow a lot of similar subs. It's of interest to me. And I'll respond. That's weird because I didn't even know you could follow people on Reddit. Because it's, that's not like a thing you do. You just follow a sub. It's like a forum for me. And you're treating it like it's weird. It's like a weird Twitter that you follow people you don't follow. That's how it's always been to me. It's weird. It's a social media platform, essentially. I, I, added, I didn't follow you. I added you to my friends list on Reddit. I didn't know you had a friend. I, I didn't just, know there was a friends list. Sometimes things pop up in my feed. I'm like, oh, Nickerton. What is Nick saying? It's not like I'm going out of my way to be like, let me go dig into Nick's comments to see all the things he's been saying to people. I'm saying you're being weird. It's not weird. You're just in my timeline because like, you're my friend on fucking Reddit. I don't know, man. So anyway, I responded <laughs> to the thing. <laughs> Son of a bitch. was like, I'm being Reddit stuck by this fucking loser. <laughs> Fuck you. That could have been anyone. <laughs> that could have been any loser. But no, you knew it was you. You knew what you did. You, you ascribed that fucking shit on yourself. It was a it was a relevant post to my interest. You're talking about early 2000s, like mini clips, like flash games. Yeah. And you were questioning why one game hadn't made the list. And I said, I don't know that game, but Heli Attack Two made the list. And I put more hours in Heli Attack Two than I probably put into half the games I've bought in the last ten years. Is that the one where you held a space bar, but sometimes you didn't because you're trying to go through a tunnel? No, 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 no. Heli Attack Two. You're you're on this map. And there's a helicopter attacking you. Just a barrage of different fucking helicopters and you're just shooting you're i think it's you just to hold the mouse button to shoot and you're ducking and dodging you're picking up different weapons and you're just a little crappy little man when's, when's <laughs> that come to switch right, right bro i'd pay for that fucking game <laughs> i'm telling you i have the fondest memories of heli attack 2 because you know for a fact that's just like a ripoff of some other game because that's what all those i'm sure were. i'm sure it was uh what was the game that you asked about though on that sub Dino run I, I never heard of that. That's a great game. I fucking played the shit out of that. Really? In high school. Yeah. And it's it's got a Kickstarter campaign for a sequel. And really? It's really cool. Oh, man. Dino Run? Dino Run. It was a Flash game. I gotta fucking look this up now. It was, it was pixel art. It was really good pixel art, actually. And all you're doing is you're just running to the right as a little pixel dinosaur, a little, a little uh, like, velociraptor. And there were, like, brontosauruses that you'd run up their backs and you'd, like, jump and get, you'd catch a, a lift with a pterodactyl. And there's like a T Rex. Sometimes you steal their eggs. Oh, that is Jakey. That's that's the um, that's the Nidhog graphics right there. Yeah, it's kind of Atari style. That's pretty as fuck though. It is really good looking. That's I mean that's fucking nice. Yeah, I think that's from that's that's another one too. I think oh, maybe I'm not sure. I can't tell. But dude, yeah, that was a great game. I played a lot of that my junior year yeah. when I was fucking off at Cal. I'd just hop on a proxy. Check my MySpace. How? That's how you learn graphic design shit. I didn't do graphic design at Cal. That makes sense. What'd you do at Cal? IT. Oh, really? Yeah, like networking and shit. Programming. Learned some Java. Oh, God. 
Uh, I take it you, you weren't such a fan of that experience. I mean, the the subject was fine. Subjects were fine. The teachers were fucking really bad. I imagine they were like really unattentive babysitters. Hmm. Literally, if you had a question, the teacher would be like, Google it. Like, well, I'm taking a fucking class. I did Google it. I didn't get what I wanted, so I'm here to ask you a question. Like, well, you didn't Google it, right? There was literally the first thing we learned was how to Google something. That's fucking awful. Yeah, it was It was really heinous. <laughs> Listen, Googling is a good tool to learn and how yeah. to Google properly. Yeah. And apparently I, I Google, what did Trevor say? You're bad at Google. You're, I'm bad at Google? Yeah. <laughs> okay, fuck off. Which is true. <sighs> Because you didn't take a course in it like I did. <laughs> I'm trained. I have the fucking certificate. Oh, my God. All right. Certified Google Meister is uh, my, my, my title. Yeah. You know what, Nick? There's still things to talk about here, but we've been talking for over two hours. Perfect. That's like a standard podcast. I think, I think we'll just, the rest of this can be touched on in the coming days. It's not getting any shorter in post either. No, I, there's going to be very little post work on this, just considering we are recording on one mic. There'll be some compression, make sure our peaks aren't, like, too obscene. <laughs> Who knows? This could sound like complete fucking shit. I it, don't fucking it know. It probably will. But it's better than nothing, and uh, sometime in the future, we will figure out a way to get two mics going on here, and it's always something. Yeah. Before I leave, on the 12th, I'm back for, what, what's today, the 2nd, so 10 more days, we are getting your internet hooked up, so that you and I can fucking podcast every Monday like we were doing for a while there. Yeah, we, we were doing back pretty good right there. Um, but right now, the Skype is sort of the only hindrance. Yeah, yeah, we did figure out something. It doesn't have to be running a line. I think running a line is the most, would be, it would be obviously the most consistent. Yeah. But I want to look into the option of like a, a Wi-Fi repeater or getting a different router, see if that would have a better signal range. Yeah. Or even relocating where the router is like contacting comcast be like yo get your shit out here put it in a different room yeah well you, you could you could that would just be convincing you know my mom yeah we could idea. find we could find a you know my old man just bought like this insane fucking the thing the router is as big as this laptop and it's this fucking huge thing because the wi-fi over there was awful it looks like one of those uh like those uh those stealth airplanes. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, a, it's like a Stingray mixed with yeah. mixed with Area Fifty One. It's built for gamers. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah, but it's like the Wi-Fi was awful over there. So what he did was he he not to mention parents' like, property is pretty fucking big. It is. It is comparatively. But he got like a real router finally, mm-hmm. and then put the old router as a repeater in the back half of the house. But like if you got just a, we, we we found just a beefy router that is compatible with your modem. We could just do the Wi-Fi thing and get that down. Because your download speeds, you you guys are paying for really high in service, right? Yeah, and when I'm when I'm getting <laughs> when my internet is working, it's it's good. Yeah, it's not like band fucking tastic and like you know they do the the megabit yeah. to the megabytes. So like, yeah, I'm getting like what fifty megabit, so that's like an eighth of that. You know. Yeah, that should be fine for for everything you do. Yeah, it's like six megabyte download. That, that's that's fine. That's good. But it's just the inconsistency. Like, I, it gets interrupted by something. Something started interfering with it. Like, I don't have the microwave in between the, the router in my room. But, like, there's two walls huh. and probably 50 feet. So, it's not the most ideal situation. Yeah. And I just moved my, I moved my computer to the opposite side of the, the, the room. So, my antenna on my uh, wireless card is behind. The, the computer is in between the wireless card and yeah. the signal. So, like, that, it probably isn't helping either. It's, yeah. Who the fuck knows? It's just being a bitch. Well, I think running the lines feasible. It's just we have to just do it. 
I gotta bring that spool of Ethernet cable over, and we can we can string it out, and I'll I mean, figure out how to cut a hole in drywall without <sighs> scaring me after that. <laughs> oh gosh, we might have to just like call in a favor from my old man, which be like, like, Mama, <laughs> Judd Olson's coming over. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, I'm sure she'd be appreciative of. Oh no, I mean she. She's got there's there's many things that we're going to be probably hitting your dad up over as yeah. far as like running electrical stuff. Um, I could ask him. He's got nothing better to do. He's not working, so yeah. I'll call him. I'll be like, hey, help us drill a hole properly. We'll crawl up there. Mm-hmm. Just make sure we don't fuck. You're not going to be crawling. You'll be hunching. Yeah, well, you're going to be hunching. <laughs> you're going to be hunching. Probably, I'll, I'll be doing fucking jumping jacks in there. You, you want you just to wait, wait and see. Yeah, I don't know. You can't. I'm not a fan of attics. I'm a big guy. I don't like small spaces. It's just like a house, but the ceiling is different. <laughs> All right. And on that note, this has been the Console Crusade Podcast. We are also like a house, just different. Please don't break. This has been good. We are definitely recording more. Well, this predicates on, on how well this one sounds. So we'll never record again. <laughs> this has been your final episode. Thank you. <laughs> Yo, I fucking hope not. God sticky, damn. Sticky with us to stick it then. Yeah. We'll be back uh, probably tomorrow, hopefully, with Leaf. We'll be back. Next week with Leaf. Well, whenever we post it. It's not going to be tomorrow. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. This has been the Console Crusade fucking podcast. Find us on Twitter at Console underscore Crusade. Huh? Find Nick at Presh Till Death. That's one L. I mean, Jiggle. Don't fucking follow me. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. All right, we'll fucking, uh, we'll see you next time. Peace out, dogs. Dogs. That's the part where you gotta say. I'm not gonna do it. Ka-chow. I'm done. Or as Milo and I... Ka-chow. Ka-chow! <laughs> <laughs> I like that more because it's chocolate. Yeah, yeah. All right, see you, motherfuckers. <laughs>